When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Hobbit Hotline. Go ahead, please. Hello, this is Peter Dixon. Um, I'm calling in from New Zealand. It's about 4.48 tomorrow right now. And I just oh. want to say that yeah. I haven't really taken too kindly to... Uh, now I'm Australian, actually. I just took a flight over. Right. And I'm now in Sydney. But anyway, I, I don't take too kindly to one of your, co- your co-hosts, is it? Yeah. Who's the, the, the gangly f- critter who likes to malign my name? Uh, I, What's his name? I, I we, name we, him. I don't know his name. I don't. Nobody's sorry, PJ. Nobody's nobody. It, nobody's maligning your name. Something like that. Now I'm British. I don't know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, PJ, are you okay? Like, what's, sorry, man. I just had, wow. Hey, I just had to take the phone from. No, it was actually Winnie. She's been practicing voices. Oh, well, that's really so good. I jumped in there, and then went. And then Ruth was at the end. So sorry, I had to. You had all wrangle them. They're yeah. wild right now, but sorry Great. about that. Sorry about the yelling. That's all right. That's all right. That's, 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 oh, that's, that's hey, that's what happens here on the Hobbit Hotline. Okay. Hey, welcome to the Hobbit Hotline. Who have I got here? Is this as? Yeah, it's me, yo, Stickleback. You little, you little buddy. You little thing. Now, you, hey, that, uh, what? Welcome to the show. I got, I got to ask yeah. you. Some people have been calling you a, a shill for Gandalf. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, there's if you go, if you check out the most recent reviews, it is mine. Uh huh. On iTunes. Oh. These guys are a couple shills and never say nothing negative about the show. Okay. Well, who how dare they say that? I know. I think it was Peter Jackson. But anyway, do you have any comments for that kind of negativity? And also only the pause, man. So go ahead, I'll let you respond, then I'll hop off. Uh yeah. So did I do that right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, you did a great job uh in posing the question that nobody's posed uh to <laughs> us, but I love it. I'm I'm actually how much pulling up you get paid. I'm actually pulling up point? not enough. Not enough. What, what, what would you do? Hey, hey, what would you do if all of a sudden you looked at our PayPal and there it just says Amazon Studios six and it figures. said and it said specifically to Ez, you know, just and it's six <laughs> figures. I say, man, I should have lied. I should have pulled a Judas. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, you should have. I should have been untrue to myself, but then I would have said, yeah, you know, I, more money, more problems. That's what I think Gollum said that, didn't he? He probably did. Dude, he probably one of his albums. He probably did because that's the truth. That is the daggone truth. You know I'm looking up that review right now because I want to see if that's true because I wouldn't be surprised at all. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Hey, how long you been live, man? You hey. know, I gotta give a shout out to Go everyone ahead. who's been in the 
the chat. Yeah. I think I texted you last week. I didn't realize it didn't occur to me until I had some time off last week. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I can go back in, mm-hmm. watch our old hotlines. And I thought the only comments that were coming in were what you were reading. Oh no. And so I went back and I'm like, Holy crap. There's like 10 people in these chats every week. Yeah. Just lighten it up. Lighten up. And it, Anthony Crumb was kick. in there. <laughs> yeah, he was. I got a <laughs> kick out of going back through and just hearing or not hearing, but, but reading people's comments, man, it is, if you, if you guys haven't done that yet, it's worth a, it's worth a view. I mean, this stuff is incredible. No, no I really, is. Actually, it's been, it's, it's a lot of fun. We've already got, uh, we've got like eight, nine people in here right now, yeah, uh, hanging out that just give it, giving thoughts on the show and stuff. But dude, it is, uh, it's, it's wild. We've actually had a few people, write us emails and say that they were going to call in too. So mm-hmm. that's yep. kind of been Brian fun. Higgins. I'm hoping, I'm hoping some of them show, is yeah. hit, us, hit us up at 11. Remember Brian was the one who flew our, our Oh flag. yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Hog over, uh, overseas, uh, pilot air force pilot. So he, oh, he man. puts the kids to bed around 11. So our time. Yeah. So hopefully he'll be able to hop in at the end, but yeah, I know we've gotten a lot of man. I got to got to get Matthew Johnson and you know, you have to hear this is Andrew. I mean, we got a lot to get to. Oh, we got a lot to get to. And so we're going to have folks uh, calling in here just in a little bit. But I want to say this, you know, yeah. uh, Upshaw said, he said, Ez protects Lane from all the crap we talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The gosh. secrets are revealed now, Mike. And I thought, I thought hey. Mike liked me, you know? I mean, right, right. shoot. Hey, we're starting off oh, early man. tonight, though. We've already got our first caller here. Let's, let's, let's pop go. this on here real quick. I pressed one. I accepted. And um, not last, nor least, we've got Matthew Johnson in here. Matthew, how are you, man? What's going on, guys? How you doing? <laughs> Good. I, how, I got a question. Okay, so I know the last time we didn't get to you, uh, but you had sent us a private message, and you mentioned six or seven glasses of wine to get through episode seven. Did you need any <laughs> alcohol for episode eight? Or were you able to, oh, able to um, enjoy it sober, my friend? Sober October, so. Yeah, I'm not following that. You guys are going to enjoy this story. So <laughs> okay. it's Friday night. Okay. My um, my neighborhood buddies, we get together and uh, sit by the fire. Mm. You know, the wives are staying with the kids, just drinking some whiskey, hanging out by the fire. All right. Yeah. The other one guy's got to call it early, about ten thirty. So me and my other buddy go to his house, and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna drink another beer and make some quesadillas." <laughs> so I was like, "I'm in." Down. We barge into his house, you know, it's like dark and wife and kids are asleep. We're making quesadillas. We start talking rings of power. I hadn't seen it yet. We had like 15 minutes left. We we fired up from the start because I was like, dude, I can't. I'm not watching the end. I got to watch from the start. Yeah. Yeah. And um, like halfway through, he falls asleep. I almost fall asleep in oh. someone else's house on the couch, oh. just like nodding off. <laughs> the episode ends. It's like midnight. I, I shake my buddy. He's still asleep. And <laughs> and so then I just kind of like turn off the TV and leave his house and walk down the block to my place. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is, this is kind of like how I imagine like a spinoff or a, no, a, like a, a collab of, um, uh, hangover part four and rings of power to sort of like launch to the beginning. <laughs> it's exactly it's, how it starts. It's a sleeper. It's a, it's a sleeper show guys. It just, that's what it is. So I'm here. I was, 
so as as made some he caught me a few times i didn't even know he was looking half time matthew but he said he would he would look back and he would see a lot of head shaking i was when we watched it all together oh, yeah. a, a, a line a line of these beautiful people here watching in the shire and i was in a in a seat kind of by myself in the back and uh he said he turned around and all he saw was just shaking head, just mm. head shaking. And he was like, I oh, mean, I hope he's crying with joy back there because it doesn't look so good. Yeah. Yeah. What, what did you, okay. So what, what put you to sleep? What, what did you in, man? Oh, well, I, I stayed awake, but I mean, it was all, oh. it was all a little foggy. I, I okay. had to rewatch okay. on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. I, I resisted falling asleep in my buddy's house. Um, oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was a close call. It was hard. Close call. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh man, I don't even like, I have a few thoughts on, okay, on okay. kind of the, some of the things that happened, but you know, I'm curious to see what you guys think too. So they were given the clues the whole time that Hall brand was Sauron, yeah. right? And, yeah. and I had kind of dismissed it early on. Cause I said, this is too obvious, right. you know, mm-hmm. um, the, the point in the breadcrumbs, it just can't be him. And then, you know, lo and behold, it turns out to be, be Hall brand, Hall mm-hmm. Sauron, or whatever we want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, Sorry, Bram. so it kind of it didn't run true to me because yeah. I I kind of was thinking back through you know what he had done and all that through the season, and it, it starts from the very beginning. What was Hall Brand, aka Sauron, doing on a raft yeah. with a bunch of random yeah. Southerners? Because right. There's no way he would have known, oh, you know, Galadriel, like, went to sail to the Undying Lands, but, right. you know, I just caught wind that she jumped off and she's right, been right. swimming the channel for the past few weeks. Right. I could hop on this raft and intercept her um, yeah. and, and then get her to, um, and then, you know, he didn't know that Elendil was going to pick him up in the boat and all of that. Right. And so... Right. I guess I always think of Sauron as more calculating or planning. Yeah. But you know, dude didn't even create Mordor. Matthew, I got I got to interject here real quick. Hold on a second. You didn't see the Palantir he was holding behind his back the whole time, dude. (laughs) Come on, dude. That must have been when I was nodding off. Dude, he yeah. Two of them in his pants, weren't there? Something like that, maybe. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's double palin. He's double palantiring (laughs) it. Okay, so I think, Matthew, I think kind of what um, – I think maybe what they're kind of doing or hoping for is like this humanization of Sauron. That's sort of like the the the, yeah. the angle I felt where it was like, well but, – but really what you did in that is you made Galadriel seem even worse. You made Galadriel seem kind of like an evil manipulator by doing that. Because if you think about it, he – so if, if Hallbrand was always Sauron, right – Hallbrand, sorry. If Hallbrand was always Sauron, then he was going to stay in Numenor. When he when when they got before that, he was just going to sail off into who knows what. Right? He was out out adrift. Yeah. Then he was going to stay in Numenor. He was going to choose a new life. He was going to he liked the people there. He was going to now who knows what the intentions were, but they didn't seem nefarious at the time. Like he literally just wanted to bend steel. That was it. Right. And then he yeah. was reluctant to claim like this kingship thing. He said, I'm not the king. I, I, this isn't even my pouch. She's like, no, you are. You are the king. It is you. Come on, let's go. Let's go. No, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. She makes him go to, to um, Middle Earth, right? And then they, they fight. He enjoys that. But then she makes him become king. And it's like all these things. It's like, 
wow, it sounds like almost Galadriel was the mastermind. And I think maybe that's the angle they're going for. But again, I don't, I don't understand where that, why, what is that supposed to do? Is Galadriel a hero, hero or not? Like, do you want her to be a hero in the show or not? That's what I'm confused about. And so I almost feel like Halbrand and Sauron has confused me even more on Galadriel. But that's my take on even it. Even at the end, yeah, well, I guess even at the end, he probably would have never revealed himself if she didn't call him out. Yeah, like, I mean. He was happy just to to hang with Celebrimbez and um, <laughs> talk about oars. Um yeah, I don't, it was weird. And I definitely felt, and maybe I was just shipping them, but, but I felt like Galadriel <laughs> was a little tempted when, when he shot his shot. <laughs> <laughs> there was something and there was a look in her eyes. I mean, she definitely forgot about Celeborn or Kella died. I mean, that, she, he wasn't even a, a thought in her. Kelagon. Kelagon, baby. Uh, yeah. So yeah, no, it, that was interesting. As what do you think about that? Well, I mean, I, th- I think, you know, she, guys, I mean, he, you know, he just wanted to stay in Numenor. You're right. Yeah. He just wanted to I mean, stay this, there and not yeah. and not roll back. I mean, how dare she? I mean, why did he pick up There's the pouch? A, why did he pick up that right. Southland? I mean, why did he? Right. You know, I don't know. Why did he have it to begin with, my friend? It just it why did like he a have long it? Shot though, right? I mean, that's the thing though. That the uh, the good point you're making, Matthew, is it seems like quite a long shot. It's a lot of coincidences that have to line up for him to for his story arc to even happen. So there's like a really interesting article. Um, there've been like Hollywood reporter uh, articles with the showrunners like every week for the past couple, three weeks now, I think. And um, mm-hmm. they actually talk about this there. They talk about like um, how Sauron has, how, how he's been portrayed this season, how this whole season was, they admittedly they're like, it's pretty much just like this big guessing game of who Sauron is, you know, now that he's revealed it's going to be like Walter White in Breaking Bad. And I'm like, well, that's an interesting comparison. Okay. Uh, he can just roam freely is what they're saying. And, and that we're going to, they actually have even gone on to say that season two is going to be more canonical than season one. And that people are going to watch season two and go, oh my gosh, I wish we would have had this for season one. So I think all these questions and these like, these like uh, plot holes that people have found, they're, they're, they're like, they're definitely on damage control. They I think they have been for a while and they're definitely just kind of, I think they're going to try and like retcon their own stuff. I don't even know how they can. Like, I don't know how you can move on at this point. And still be, I mean, you, certain plot stuff, obviously you can be canonical, but it's just a, it's just a really interesting piece. Like people should go out and read it. It's very, very, it's very, I said it to you as it's mm-hmm. very interesting mm-hmm. just because it seems like you guys were all in on this unique take on middle earth but like enough fans are even even fans who are enjoying it are like eh, i mean this is kind of weird and like i don't know about this and like i mean people who've, who've read the stories or are familiar vaguely familiar with the with the mythology and stuff are just kind of like that wow that's interesting that's a different not really sure how i feel about this or that and it's like they've responded to that in, in an interesting way so i don't know how it's going to proceed and i think like two years downtime is going to be really interesting but I think that whole Sauron thing is a huge point. It's like what it, it does really kind of in a way, if you stop and actually think about it, you're like, that really does kind of take away a lot of Sauron's power. Like what ownership does, like literally I, th- I imagine him walking up to Mount Doom and being like, Hey, Adar, is it cool if I post up here for a bit? Is that all right with you and the orcs? Like, is that cool? Yo, you're in my house. Right. Yeah. Right. 
this is our home. Like it's, it just, it's so interesting to me. And I, I don't know how, I mean, maybe they just got this master plan. I hope they do, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, just yeah for, I think we, oh. we have to, oh, yeah. Go. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Matthew. Yeah. Yeah. After you're done, we'll read some comments here on the, well, in the I was chat. Gonna say, we, we all just have to hope they have a master plan, but I will say that moment when he's talking to Gladriel, that was sick. I forget the exact line. It's like, it's like, I was here before the first light or whatever, and then caught her dagger. I mean, that might've been one of the coolest. That's in my top five moments. I, of the I honestly, yeah, I honestly, awesome. I love the, like the yelling at each other. I thought mm-hmm. that was insane. And the reflection and like the whole play on Galadriel, oh, yeah. right. She's looking into a reflection and seeing a vision herself. Right. And seeing like a temptation in a mirror. And I thought that was a really cool kind of play. There were things I loved like that. Yes, that was an awesome, an awesome moment. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. just a quick uh, couple things. So Daphne Powers in here said, uh, I found it odd that everyone just accepted Hallbrand as king without any real proof. Uh, there's right. really no checking of that. It just sort of, he got it off a dead it man. Doesn't even seem, it doesn't seem odd within the show though. That's the, that's the thing that, like it does seem odd, like it's like when you stop and think about it. But within the show, you're just like, well, of course. I mean, there's no. I mean, it seems like that happens a lot. It's just like, okay, this is so and so. All right, cool, sure. Yeah, you know I mean, it, I feel like there's a precedent there a little bit of just go along with this, wink, wink. You know, that's a good point, though. If we if we want to explain it, though, you could argue that the Southlanders were just so desperate for any sort of like Fair hope point. or yep. leadership. Yeah, that they would have just accepted anyone. Anybody, yeah, right. That's a good point. Yeah, um, Upshaw said that yeah. his his boss was defeated. He was rejected by the Valar. Um, let's see. When he went to repent, he right. failed at discovering the link to the unseen, and he was betrayed by his own mates. Uh, he was done. He was he uh, he has done with me. Yeah. So just I mean just reading through a couple of different thoughts in here as you guys are talking yeah. about those those things. Uh, let's see. Yeah, gosh, I don't know. There's a lot, but anyways, yeah, just just some good thoughts from from the chat here about uh, about old Sauron. Yeah, I um, I have yeah. an Ed's question here. Yeah. Um, how 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 much did it hurt you that uh, Kel Brimbor, you know, didn't even take off his dress clothes? To- did, hey, <laughs> did you see him? Did did you see him? Did, I'm I'm in the, I'm in the video right now. Hammer? Hold on, hold on, hold on. He had his arms. Hammer. He had his arms crossed like this. If anybody's watching me in the video chat, arms crossed across his chest right here. Everything was popping. Every everything was popping. Everything was popping. And I mean, he had the narrow, like hey. looking down, uh, supervising. Hey, like I thought, supervisor role. He doesn't have to get his hands <laughs> super dirty. He's sort of hey. you know coordinating all this. I thought, dang, it's good. Everything was popping except his knowledge of anything remotely in metal or. How dare you? How, how how dare how dare you say that? I, I, and so now listen, maybe I'm misreading this, but that was kind of a thing that I was like sort of disappointed too. Is like it was Sauron who taught him how to and ask the chat because they might be able to clarify this. I thought he went to learn Celebrimbor's like art. I thought that that's why Sauron wanted to deceive the elves was because Celebrimbor was so good that he could take what Celebrimbor did, put his own little evil twist on it and conquer every, all the, all of the other rings and whatever else Celebrimbor was going to make. Not like going in and being like, Hey, have you ever heard of mixing metals to make them stronger? <laughs> I yeah. I never thought of that. But Actually that part was, they kind of did Celebrimbor dirty too. I'm like, dude, he just, he looks like he doesn't even know 
like he was stumped by everything. And I guess maybe that's where we talked about that, right. With the whole, um, like him being humbled would be kind of a way we could see him fall. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it, it just felt like they made him an idiot, man. Like well, it was kind of sad to see that. Yeah, and, and so one the one place where I think I'll, I'll I'll agree with you guys that I was a little disappointed in, and I, I could be wrong, so the chat can correct me, and you guys can too. Is it not that? And I totally don't remember. And honestly, you know, I I don't. I've after the show is over, which is now, I'll start looking into some of the lore and, and diving back into it a little bit, um, you know, more in depth. But it always felt like he made the three Elven rings after they found out about the deceit yeah. which which happened right but it felt like yeah. the other rings were already they, they were made yes. made I, right someone, someone messaged us yes someone okay. messaged us and said where are the other rings right where and, are they and then so when you mess with the timeline though i mean i guess you don't really have to adhere to that right well there's I mean, there's like really no kind of, time actually in this episode at all that's the whole point is that there yeah. is no time to do everything that you want to do or that we would want to see done because you only see, you saved it for one episode and you, you crammed it right. all into the finale. So it's not even right. just a time constraint in terms of what you're talking about, which is thousands of years, putting it into, you know, this, this, you know, this season, it's actually even just the idea that you've saved all of it in your eight episodes for a final episode. Like we don't get any of that. We don't get yeah. any of, yeah. of yeah. him working in the workshop or anything. So my whole point is, is that for Keller Brimbor, you know, when you have the, the um, like, what what I thought would be kind of cool would be is if he, you know, this is something that he did to make up for what happened and sort of they they use their powers or their knowledge to make three that were separate, which they do do that. Right. But it just like I mean, later on, he's going to get like he gets captured and tortured and like he, he, right. he the whole the whole nine yards. And so it um, that part I was I was a little bit like, man, you know, that would have been that would been cool. So, yeah, yeah. It felt yeah. kind of ru- like you said, rushed or crammed or something. Yeah, in a way that they only gave it one episode. It just for, yeah, they right. just gave one all episode time, for the rings. But yeah, yeah, all that time with other characters that we had earlier in the season, you could have been building up a like a you know. So we talked about like this this dedication to um, show only characters over like characters that Tolkien wrote. There's a, that's a yeah. great example right there. I mean, so it just gets kind of sad because you think like he is a great character and. I guess the great thing is when people go read more about him, they'll be like, whoa, he was way cooler. Yeah. Uh, in Tolkien's <laughs> mind than he was in the showrunners, you know, or the sh- in the show creators, I guess, or the whoever made the, the final call or, you know, work on Celebrimbor. But it, it just kind of feels like a bummer. Yeah, because I, yeah. I really like that character. And so honestly, know, that that is one where I was like, because remember, we had talked a couple of weeks back and I was like, dude, like if if he's got all this talent, and these skills and he's making these rings and, he, yeah, and then, dude, I know. And then he, I know. Wait, we find out someone's in his workshop <laughs> or it's Sauron. And then it, like the, the say his saving act is to sort of say, I need to do something for my people and I'm going to pour every skill, everything I have and do this outside away from the Dark Lord and save and it just didn't feel like it actually felt more like uh, Galadriel had a hand in it. And Elrond, like everyone had a hand in it and it was less Celebrimbor. So I agree with you was, on that. I mean, it really takes I, I, away from, yeah, from him. It absolutely, it absolutely was. It was like it, he, he literally listened to Galadriel and Elrond talk about, or really Galadriel saying one will what corrupt, two will divide, three will. Yeah. Unite, and I mean, and then he, and, and then, that's and cool. I just goes, wish he would have, I wish he would have said. Yeah. Oh, and he, he does. He says, he says, yeah. shall we proceed? Shall we proceed then? Yeah. That, like, that's a good idea. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like Jesus, man. Like you're getting um, permission from the people who aren't the ringsmiths to make the rings. Like, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. I almost I wouldn't be half surprised if like the three ring bearers for the Elven rings are Elrond, Gilgalad, and Galadriel. Because 
uh, Kierden isn't even around. So like who would get that ring? You know, it'll be interesting. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so just Matthew, re- what else, man? Yeah. 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 Matthew. Yeah. Go, go ahead, buddy. Oh, well, no, I, I mean, I was just, yeah, going to close on that, that yeah, my heart just broke for as when, when the only shot of the hammer was like the <laughs> tiny little one when he was beaten down the mistress. Uh. He's an old man, you know? He's been around a long... Maybe he's got low teeth. Maybe Killer Brimbor has a low teeth yeah, guys, yeah. problem, you know? Yeah. He just can't swing that hammer like he used to. He's got to use a little one. Right. He's so. got to go paleo. Dude, okay, yeah. I got I to gotta ask you, Matthew, have you been back to that lonely hotel room in Kansas? And did you like the little the little tribute we made to you? I, I loved it. I loved it. I have to go back Thursday. So I'm, I'm dreading it. Dang, you're gonna be on your own this time, man. Wow. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm like, you guys, you guys want to do part two on Thursday? Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> just kidding. You're like, I am taking a month long break. We yeah, gotta get something yeah. out from Matthew, uh, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I th- am. Am I crazy? I thought I heard that. Um, Thirdin or Kierdin, um is supposed to come show up in season two. Or maybe that's just like false rumor. Uh, I, I don't know. They're saying maybe. that in the chat. Yeah. yeah, I'm seeing some of that in the chat too, okay, just about cool. him. Yeah. So that's that's cool. That's great. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, that'd be neat. Um, um Yeah. So what what do you guys think is gonna happen to Isildur? Because I had this crazy thought that somehow he's gonna like join up with um a Rondir. And like, mm. just kind of like go on missions in Middle Earth, which, mm. which is, you know, completely not, um, yeah, doesn't follow the lore or anything, but yeah. I do think that would actually be pretty cool. Um, and we know Lane would be all about that. Oh, yeah. He's going to have, he's going to, he's, gonna, he's a, I know, what an idiot. I'm such a, I'm such a, um, hypocrite. Uh, but like, yeah, maybe oh, like, God. um, you, you know, the thing with uh, a seal that might be kind of cool is like a coming of age story. Like maybe he just, I don't know, becomes, this great warrior fighting over there and then returns to Numenor to tell them how bad it's gotten and to see how bad Numenor has got. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I don't know. As what do you think? What will happen with the shoulder? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, gosh, I guys, I think he's dead. I, <laughs> I don't know what you guys, I don't, they didn't see any. I mean, why is Alindale crying so much? I mean, it seems like he's gone. Uh, I, I guess, you know, maybe in his spiritual form, he might be, uh, but you know what? Oh he's gosh. probably, he's probably King of the dead. If we're going to get after it here, he right. be, let's go. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Why not? Uh, I, I don't yeah. know. I, I think it, yeah, definitely something to, uh, he's got to build, right. He's got to build in, to be something more than what we saw this season and, and become something that's legendary. You know, they, like you've got to take those yeah. characters to legendary level and status. I mean, you would think. So I feel like that that would be the the direction they would try to go. So whatever that would be, if it's a Rondier, cool. Um, but I don't think it's gonna be. But I, I yeah, I'm, I'm actually getting really excited about it now because I'm picturing in Silmarillion, uh, story of Turin. Yeah, mm. I believe it's Turin. And for a while, he becomes friends with that um, the elf guy, the great bowman. I yeah, totally yeah, yeah, yeah. His name. Yeah, I and can't remember his like, name either. Hanging on the front line, yep. taking down orcs and like yep. almost <laughs> holding the line. That that's what a, I want. That's like one of my favorite. I mean, I've only read it fully all the way through once, comprehending it. It's my favorite Tolkien story. I, I love it's Children of Turin, and yeah, the tale of Turin is it's incredible. Like 
oh, what's that guy's name? He gives him the 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 sword, it's famous. That um, oh, geez. the black sword, yeah. And he accidentally kills him with it too, doesn't he? Oh, spoiler alert! But I mean, like, it's a crazy. <laughs> yeah, that story is dark. It's a such a dark. It's probably one of his darkest tales. Like it, but it is. I mean, I just think, man, if you want a modern audience to like get hyped about something, it'd probably be that story. Honestly, it is tragic, but yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Oh, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I think the yeah, I, I, I like the idea there. You know, just that. Um, I would love to see more for for Sildor. I think that's it was so weird. I think in this episode, just to see a lot of characters not even show up. You know, their ending was the previous episode, and yeah. their story arc finished there. And yeah, it was just it was different. Um, there was too much. To, I mean, there's there's too many different storylines and plot lines to kind of to wrap it all up, had left a bunch of cliffhangers and whatnot. So that yeah, was their whole yeah. thing. They hung their hat up on this. We're going to leave people in suspense. And we talked about yeah. you know mystery fatigue and all those different things, but that, that was from the get go, what they were, you know, that was their intent. The whole, the whole time was to do that the whole yeah. season. So mission accomplished. If that's, if that's your goal, <laughs> I mean, right. I mean, you know, I, so. yeah. I think it would have been better if we only had one mystery instead of like yeah. eight. Eight, yeah. 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 You're right. I definitely hit hit the wall where it was like, what's your theory on this? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm yeah. tired. Like, yeah. 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 So Just tell me what it is. Just tell me or show me. Better yet, show me what it is. But yeah. Yeah. Hopeful man. for season two, man. I think that's a good way to be. Hopeful for season two. Yeah. Yep. The, the only way we can be. Um, yep. there's always hope. Know, so yeah. plus it's, it's, it's just fun being in the Lord of the Rings world. It um, is. Yeah. And yeah, the, the fellowship is what it's all about. That's right. Yeah, it is baby. This is great. I, this is my, I told Ez like, this is my favorite <laughs> part of, of this entire experience is just talking to people, talking to Ez twice yeah, a I, week dude, and look, talking to our friends about it. I mean, this is, this is it. Yeah. Ma- and Matthew, before you hop off, I mean, again, thanks for calling in every week and stuff, dude. It's been, it's like yeah. seriously huge and we, and we love it. Uh, I mean, even people in the chat, we've got everything from like oh, a, yeah. a 10 out of 10 on this finale to a one out of 10. I mean, you know, and people yeah. are still kind of like cordial, talking, laughing, having a good yeah, time. So, I, I noticed I mean, that. Yeah. That's, I, I really think that's okay. And I don't think there's yeah. anything wrong with that. And I think people coming from different backgrounds and different whatever. I mean, we've got, you know, you, you've seen it, Lane. Tons of people popping in saying, hey, don't know who you guys are, listening to your coverage, yeah, uh, yeah. just trying to, to expand their experience or whatever. And they're in the group and, and chatting away. All sorts of thoughts and opinions that, that are far yeah. ranging. So, I mean, it's got the showrunners have at least got people talking, you know, what they've got yeah, something. Sure. And like you said, we're back in, and we're talking about characters that, you know, that are uh, based, based, based in lore. Um, are found in lore and and so that's kind of cool and we're getting it we're getting to do it with friends so thanks matthew yeah yeah thank you brother for sure yeah <laughs> thanks for letting me call in i had to i did try to pop on first this time so i wasn't <laughs> yeah left at the end no it's, i'm glad <laughs> you did buddy good again yeah if you're, if you're ever right. in ohio you hit guys us take up. care us oh. yeah hit us up man oh i will okay <laughs> all right brother catch you guys later all right all right, all right. see you matthew guys. yep oh wow there's a legend hey, right doggy. there there's that a that's legend, man. that's a hobbit hotline legend all right he is he is so, a hotline legend <laughs> so oh yes. my gosh For all sure, right dude here we go here we go uh got okay. another one coming in here hot we got a lot of people calling hello and welcome to the hobbit hotline who do we have it's tino tino, tino. What's up, brother? 
first episode and last what? episode. How are you, man? <laughs> right. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? Uh, I'm a little upset I didn't get invited to that least expected party. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, come <laughs> on now. Down. I knew that was going <laughs> to happen. Next time, I, you know, next time it needs to be a, a, a least or expected party. And I need to expand it out. I didn't right. know who would come. It was complicated. Tino, now you're making the no, most of sure. guilt tripping me into it. I'm, I'm just messing with you guys. There's no way I could have came down that day. <laughs> oh, wow. wow, that kind of hurts even more. Jeez, wow. That's what that feels like? That's terrible. Yeah, like... You know, I, I learned it from Sauron to be so deceitful. Oh, oh dude. Wow. wow. Uh, Tino, we, so last time we talked to you, we were right on that high from the first two episodes. Uh, right. You know, I was in a different place myself. As was excited, we were we were feeling great. How have you? And I, if I recall, you you loved the first two episodes. How have you enjoyed the right after having a season in I, retrospect? Now, what's up? Hey, I'm just here for a good time, and that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. and that's what uh you know. If I'm watching the show, having a good time, then I'm I'm happy. Like that's kind of what that's what I've been going with. I felt bad for you, man. You were getting kind of yeah. like you know sad. Yeah, I know there's I, vibes and I was upset. there's there's probably like a secret um help lane fund that's out there or like uh, I don't know like a some sort of therapy that's being developed but I mean I can't help like I I could I could sit here and pretend to still be enjoying it but I I just decided not to I was like I'm going to talking to talking to my dad talking to Ez talking to Sarah I was like mm-hmm. I I really want to be honest about how I feel and it was it wasn't even my knowledge that messed me up. It was someone else's, someone else's vision of, <laughs> of how a show could be done. Like, that's the thing, man. That's it's a, like, it's that's like what happens when you touch the darkness, man. You touch the darkness. Oh, dang. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what everyone <laughs> has been saying to me. And I feel like, I feel like I've seen the light on the road to Damascus, my friend. Like I'm blinded from the right. light of, of the truth. And, uh, no, but I mean, it's okay. <laughs> like I, I, dude, honestly, this part, like I have looked forward to, talking to you guys talking to as like that, that for me has become my favorite part of the show. And I actually, I'm, I, like I said, the show has driven me to the appendices. Right. And I just, I was watching, mm-hmm. I'm actually watching it right now in the background and Philippa Boyens brought up her experience uh, in working on Lord of the Rings. She said, you know, the best part of this for me wasn't working on these books. I love so much. It was working with Peter and Fran and getting to work with them as, as writers. And I thought to myself, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, not to put myself in Philip Boyan's league, but for me, it, it hasn't been the show itself. It's been hearing from you guys. It's been talking to Ez. It's been having this biweekly uh, conversation mm-hmm. about, about the show. And like that for me has been, it's been more memorable than like probably anything we did for any of the books. Um, probably mm-hmm. even any interview or anything like this time I will always remember as, until we do it next time, you know, next season, right? Like two months of whenever that is, <laughs> whenever that is, <laughs> yeah, keeps getting pushed back further and further. Man, did you see the new picture of the set? It's like one building in the middle of nowhere, so I don't know what's going to happen. Oh but. no! How are you? You're you're, you're along for the ride. So, what have you loved most then? So, you're enjoying yourself. You're do, you're you have the right approach. Man, you're not I, taking the lane path. Yeah, what right, have you loved? Right, right. Um. Oh, man, I mean, I loved all the stuff with Arandir and Bronwyn. Mm. I just mm. bummed actually that they weren't in the finale here. Um, yeah, that was kind of a bummer. I I do like the Harfoots a lot. Mm. I do like the mm-hmm. Harfoots a lot. And actually, I was really worried for Poppy for a second. I thought maybe she was going to get hit with like, a weird knife that the uh, yeah. mystics were throwing. 
Yep. I looked at my wife and I was like, if they kill Poppy, I'm done with the show. <laughs> That's it. Like, there's no way. <laughs> Protect <laughs> Poppy at like, all costs. I want her to die. <laughs> yeah. I love that, man. But then they killed Sadok and I was upset about that. I'm like, no, I know. They faked it out. He got faked out so many times in this episode. There were a lot. You know, I mean, it started right at the gate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, okay, when they called the stranger Sauron, I that's when I was like, if he is actually Sauron, then I'm actually done with the show. Like, there's no way. <laughs> Same, Tino. I was like, they ain't doing that. I was like, shaking my head, there's no, no way. There's no way. There's no way. Because then I was like, and I was like cause then that makes absolutely no sense because, yeah. you know, Sauron didn't even know about the Hobbits, really. So then I was, yeah, but then it wasn't. It's fine. It's Gandalf. I know some people feel some type of way about that, but it's Gandalf. Come on. Yeah. There you go. As as that makes as excited. That makes as like Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. He, he's amped. I mean I Oh, I, I was happy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I, I am too, honestly. It, I mean, it's great. I love it. It does like if you're gonna do like like Lane, we've talked about there's like irreversible decisions, you know, in terms of time shifting and moving characters and jeezy cow uh ps- Anatar doesn't even exist, you know what I mean? It's just like whatever. He so mm-hmm. yeah, you now we I mean, if you're gonna do all that, you by God, you better give me Gandalf. And I mm-hmm. that's probably what they said. Look, <laughs> if we don't give these guys Gandalf after all these daggone changes we that by we've God, made. Give me mm-hmm. Gandalf. I, you know, I've <laughs> be wild. I love that. So you know, it. I'm not I did think it was kind of funny that the mystics got taken out so quickly. That kind of that made me laugh, honestly. I don't know oh, if it was supposed sh- to be funny or not, but I thought it was really funny. <laughs> It was super short because everybody hyped them up. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then there was that whole that talk. They were like, "You're going to learn their real names. It's not. It's not the the mm-hmm. was it acetate and the groundling or what? I don't even know what their other names were. But I thought was we were going to learn like the yeah, Star Wars show that's coming out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There <laughs> yeah. you go. It's yeah. And I, I was like, wow, we didn't even learn their. Those must have been their real names. I don't know. What did you think about yeah. them? Like turning. We learned that they were made of moth. I was gonna say, yeah. what did you think about the ring wraithy kind of effect when they died? Did you like that? I thought it was kind of cool, honestly. I thought it was cool looking. Yeah, I liked that a lot, actually. Yeah, and then yeah. they turned them. I think that was just like some Gandalf magic where he turned them into like a bunch of moths. Yeah, almost you know? like a call, like a calling card. Like this is Gandalf. I think someone around the fire said that that it's like sort of just a Gandalfy. Yeah, symbol. Same. Yeah, and like if he's gonna, you know, his first disintegration or kill or i don't know what what you call that right well he, he did that and then too he like took all the fire away right am i rumoring that right yeah now? oh yeah yeah oh With the staff wow. fire and stuff. okay there you go uh, so yeah, even, that's some gandalf catch. calling card right big time uh, big time all right so the heart um, poppy what else man right um i, I like the stuff with the l I, you know everybody loves elrond and duran together yeah, uh, I was my call was that Jordan was a uh, you know Sauron, but I was wrong. So wow, I was just, you know, oh dude, defenses. I was just pointing for the fences on that one. Oh yeah, that's fine, <laughs> and you can with this show. That's what we've learned. Yeah, so. I was just making a big swing. So I was like, if I'm right, that's awesome. Right, a Nobody much else shorter called? Sauron. I like that. It's awesome. Yeah, or just a different form. You know? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's just a different form. He can do different, different forms. Again, that's right. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that Dern was so into Wu Tang Clan, quoting, uh, you know, I like it raw or whatever. Oh, oh dude. my God. Yeah. Dude. I saw some memes about that. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a gangster for sure, that Dern. I mean, like, he's you for know, sure. He's going after the jewels. Yeah. He's got the lady. Like, yeah. Uh. Through, uh, you know, doing what he wants to do, minding them. That was, okay. 
if we're gonna talk one negative thing, I didn't love the whole Mithril thing. Okay, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Mm. Uh, what about it? What about I it? it. It just didn't hit right for me, and yeah. I just was like, "Man, eh, that's kind of weird. I don't understand okay. how we're doing that." Especially, I, like, I didn't think they were going to lean so heavily into it because when they first mentioned it, Elrond's like, "Well, it's apocryphal. It's not even like a real story." So, so you mean yeah. like, um, like the way they made it, like the savior of the elves or whatever? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was kind of odd. I, yeah, I'm not weird one, that. but yeah, maybe but it'll all like, be well, like well, that's what the show is doing. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, might as well just <laughs> buckle, cool. up. Going? buckle up for yep. the ride. Right. <laughs> the ride I've chosen to go on, and so we're going. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Hey, uh, what have you um, thought about, like, the Numenorians and stuff and, like, Galadriel's? Or, oh, you know, dude, that? you know what? I love I loved the Numenorians. Um, they killed our boy, Antamo. Yeah. awful? Terrible. He li- Anthony lied to us, man. Like, he told us. Well, I guess he couldn't really say <laughs> for sure, but... <laughs> He let us on, baby. Antimo lives is what he said. He lied. He did say Antimo lives. He, he lived for like two more episodes. That's what that's what he was meaning. He means right. Antimo lives right now yeah. in your minds. But I know that Antimo right. no more. He lives not yeah. in our heart. Man, he gosh. lives in our hearts forever. Like honestly, I but think, no, I think what... the Numenorians are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I go think... ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say I think that's when I you know, you're talking about my decline and my fall from grace. I think that was really it. It was when I lost Antimo. I said, <laughs> forget this. You're out. Yeah. Like, I hope Sauron wins, yeah. guys. I don't even care how he wins. I, I hope he yeah. wins at this point. <laughs> yeah. Killed our boy, man. Oh, he was dead, put it all down. He was the Samwise of the, of the Numenorians, man. I mean, he was just going to settle down with these folk and help them rebuild. He had seen enough of war for a lifetime. And yeah. Kill. yeah, and I was gonna say, and he was the main one who was like, "I'm done with this war stuff. This is exactly. I'm deeply traumatized. I don't want." And he this gets anymore. killed. He gets killed by a beam, but Galadriel can stand in front of the pyroclastic flow and be fine. Oh, because she's an elf. Mm. Whatever. Yeah, she's an elf, so she gets. I'm you know. salty about Antimo being gone. It's just, it's hard for right. Me. Yeah. yeah, I miss you, Anthony. A lot. I love you it's a lot. And especially they yeah. set it. They set it up, though. You know, they they let it. They endeared him to us. They showed yeah. that he was going to get married. Married. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> sad stuff. It's real it sad stuff, man. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, no, I actually, I love the Numenorians. I actually loved when um, Muriel, when Galadriel was kind of apologizing to Muriel for bringing her over or whatever. And she's mm. just like, no, we're, we're going to come back and we're going to kick butt. Like, she, she was like yeah she's determined now we're coming back <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. She, she's she's like ready to go um i i feel like what Did do you, you think guys do you... think there was yeah go, oh, ahead. go ahead oh I, I was just gonna ask you what uh, i mean what, what would you guys like think there was something going on between my bad <laughs> this is the problem <laughs> with the delay man between her and uh Ellendale? there is totally yeah, vibes there like... right like there, there's vibes that they are yeah. digging each other i don't my, know my man. wife is uh my wife Danielle is shipping them hard. She was like, "I want wow. them to hook up. I want them to get married. I want them to have babies." Wow. <laughs> okay. Like, as another reason, I love the Hobbit Hotline. I've learned a new term. I had no, I, and I know you're going to say this, Larry. I had no idea. We heard Matthew say it. We heard Tina say it. I didn't know what the hell shipping meant. Does that mean shipping? Like, oh yeah, dude. Like, like relationshiping. Just, yeah. Oh my gosh! I thought it was like an Amazon joke. Oh, wow. oh okay. even though. <laughs> That's Another great. level. Yeah, no, it's that. about those boxes that look like uh, <laughs> but you know Amazon, out. Amazon is That's shipping I mean. a lot right down our throats. 
you well, know, dude, like you ship people like <laughs> wedding gifts, you know, like you buy things on their on their registry and then right. you ship it to them. So, wow. OK, anyway, that's I got a new term now, fellas. I can't wait to impress my wife. She's, uh, she's yeah. gonna I'm so did, cool. did you ship Halbrand and Galadriel or no? Dude, I, I don't know. Like that. There was some tension there. I mean, from the raft. I was from the raft. Kind of like Galadriel was it. tying that rope on absolutely nothing. And he was kind of, you know, like staring at her. And then they had a, it, mm-hmm. then it just built. Right. And the playfulness yeah. that was there. And then the whole got real serious after that battle. And he says, I want to, you know, bind myself to you. I mean, that's, that's I don't know what generation you have to come from where that ain't a strong play. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, Listen, uh, if you were single and you were hanging out with Gladriel that much, you'd probably shoot your shot too. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess so. Like that probably would, you probably would fall in love with the lady. of Gimli did it. Gimli shot his shot. Yeah. Gimli got all three hairs. Right away. I don't care where they're from. I want three hairs. <laughs> and she was like, no, he said a single hair. And she said, I'll give you three, babe. So yeah, I mean, yep. and then, yeah. So anyway, yes, there's there's definitely an allure to Galadriel that I think maybe even Sauron right. couldn't exist. Like, did he want to corrupt her? Yes, but I think he also may have been just absolutely in love. Wow. Mm. Right. Tino, you're asking some. Maybe that's some, why he's scared of her. Oh my gosh, dude! Here scared we go. Because he loves her so much. Well, dude, you a psychologist or something? And, this this like happiness and, and is love me. is scary, guys. Love is it. Scary. It is. <laughs> Yeah, there's no guarantees. Listen to this, as I'm getting freaked out, man. Dude, I think he's onto something. No, seriously, I'm. Sh- I shipped him from the get go. I said down. Right. You know, Kelly gone, wow. baby. So yeah, <laughs> you're you're a Galbrand fan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, it is weird thinking about her in terms of like someone who is that someone you would approach for three hairs on her head. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> you know, Gimli. I, I wouldn't. Braver than me, man. Gimli was bold, man. Yeah, he was bold. He was totally. <laughs> this is this is ironic. I'm actually the appendices are rolling up behind me, right? And I'm like I said, and they're actually mm-hmm. talking about John Reese Davies and Kate Blanchett when they when they were filmed in in the Fellowship of the Ring. It's literally talking about this this moment. But yeah, um, did did he have to stand on his knees the whole time? He was he on his knees home? the whole time, man. A proposal just waiting to happen. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, the Galadriel and, and Halbrand stuff was very interesting. Okay, so the Elendil and Muriel. As do you think that's a thing, dude? What do you think I? Th- well, I don't. I don't think so. But I mean, okay. I think there's definitely like a a, a relationship of some kind. Friendship. Uh, a fr- yeah, yeah, yeah. And and because she's I, the whole Farazan situation. What's actually going? Right. What's been happening in the city when she comes back? Does she ever really become right. oh, queen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All that stuff is going to come into play. So, but I mean, if they, if they if they did, yeah. I guess I'd be cool with it. You know, I mean, yeah. why not? Like, uh-huh. I mean, maybe maybe something. Add- yeah, like he maybe he falls in love with her, and then in, he's she's taken by Farazan, and he's got to like fight him. I mean, who yeah. knows? That could be what they go it for. would. It would add an extra layer too to the um like the downfall of Numenor eventually. Like that would add an extra sadness mm-hmm. for Elendil. I, I actually think that could like enhance a little, or or maybe even if they don't get together, like it's like the love lost. Yeah, yeah, that'd be right. crazy. That would be so, like what could have been type thing. What could have been? Yeah, because they definitely seem like they've yeah. they've got some good chemistry. Just the two actors, I think, mm-hmm. and right. um, right. they're both kind of like lonely characters in the in the story. Mm-hmm. Um. Wow. Yeah, and they both hey. have like a, a soft spot for elves, you know. So right, right. So yeah. d- just while we've got Tino on here, so Matthew asked, guy, if you yeah. could ship any two characters in the show, <laughs> who would it be? I've got mine. 
Any two? Any two. I've already got mine. Dern and Elrond? No, I no. I was just going to say D4 and Elrond, man. Dang, that's mine. Wow, that's yeah. good. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with my uh, wife ship with uh, Muriel and um, Ellendale. Okay. I think I'd make a good good team. Well, guys, okay. I got I got you right here. Got, You're going to say Nori and Poppy. I know it. No, Nori and, okay. the, and, okay. and Gandalf. Nori and Gandalf. I think wow. I'm shipping. <laughs> Belladonna Took thing, man. You are obsessed I, with these hobbits. Something yeah. getting together. Hey, the, if you want to, let's get down to the real reason. Okay, this was uh, adventures are meant to be shared. Okay. Oh my gosh, what if? Hold on, what if? What if Gandalf is the? Bro, that was fairy my favorite wife? quote on the whole episode. Yeah. Right. Right. The so, adventures are meant to be shared. I was like, that. That one was yeah. great. That felt very Tolkien to me. What'd you think about always follow your nose? Was that a little too? Was it too on the nose? Of people yeah, a little too. Well, yeah, right. Yeah, Kurt. I think was a little <laughs> well, too. I, I liked it. Okay. All yeah. right. I thought he was gonna say it, and when he did, it was one of those things like, "Ah, oh, he said it." Like, yeah. Kind of, you know. Yeah. Okay. It's like when they say the title of the show in the show. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. right. The <laughs> union of the two towers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it wasn't the. It wasn't. By the way, I want to put out there. I do not believe that Caliborn is dead. I'm pretty sure they're okay. just gonna do the. Uh, the cheerful reunion thing in season two yeah. at some point is Calabrian around. Do you yeah. think like their, their daughter, the, the future wife of Elrond, is she around? That, or is that she... I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't it's know gonna, where we're at in the timeline. It's going to get hairy because so, she, if she's like a child, then that will look weird hey, on yeah. screen. What was it? Is, do they have the yeah. rights? Do, is she, is she, was she around? I mean, is she mentioned in it? Where's she at? Where's her name? at? I don't know. You I know, mean, I, think, I feel like she would have to be. She's a, she's probably mentioned the appendices somewhere, right? I don't know, guys. On a time in a timeline, if nothing else, I want like, them to you... come out and give us the truth on what they, they do or don't have, and they might not even they know. know they don't know. They're still yeah. debating it. They got to ask. Sauron, yeah, Sauron's Walter White, man. I mean, that's what we know. You know? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, that does track, and there is some like stuff in the Silmarillion where there's. They say Sauron tried to be good at some point. Yeah, that's right. He he, he thought about repenting and stuff, right? And yeah, and yeah, and then he was like, yeah. "Screw this crap! I'm going back to being evil." I'm, I'm going east, and I'm forming cults, baby. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, that was. Cults <laughs> <laughs> and orcs around was way easier. They're trying to be good. Make them drink the Kool Aid, and they'll worship you. <laughs> right. Uh, Make a documentary on Sauron's yeah. cults. That'd be awesome. Oh my gosh. Right, right. You know, you're way too fun, man. Uh, yeah, okay. Next least expected party. Uh, I, you know, yeah. I, I honestly, I forgot how close you were, honestly, man. I mean, shame on me. And can you do me a favor? Can you pray for me? Can you just pray for my, my, um, my Tolkien soul that I can come back and, and enjoy the show like you? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. I'll put it in the prayer request. And, Please uh, you do. Know. You know, whatever. I mean, however you do it, I just, I need a you little know. bit of help, I think, from the big guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. You know that's you know uh, you, multiple people are going to be doing that now. They're going to be at church on Sunday. <laughs> I mean, just like, well, have, I haven't done this in a while, but Lord. My friend, my friend Lane is lost. He's lost, Pastor. <laughs> he's straight from the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> meeting Pastor about it. He's having problems with the Rings of Power. Oh, dude! Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know, you're killing me, dude. Dang! <laughs> wow, dude! Thank you for calling in. This is amazing, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Next yeah, time we get no together, 
you better be free. And if I contact you, you better not tell me you have something else going on because you'll break my heart. Yeah. <laughs> my birthday okay. brother. For sure. All, All right, right, dude. Yep. Wow. Later, right, Clint. Thank, yeah, thanks, you know. Right, brother, thank you, All man. Right. Dang, man. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Killing me. I mean, you, you got all Middle Earth praying for. <laughs> Unreal. I feel so bad when we just get into these long conversations with people, but I can't, like, I don't want people to just feel, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, like, we've been talking for, what, an hour? And we've gotten yeah. through two? two people. And I yeah. don't want people to, I, I can't, like, have people on and not. Oh, I know. Have these conversations like this is we need like we should almost make as the hotline uh, almost a regular thing. I well, think. I think it's better. I do. I actually was even talking about my other shows, uh, you know, doing something because it's so fun. You know, it's just, it's such yeah. a wild element. You never know what you're going to get. And it's just yep. like there's comments going on. I'm on Twitter scrolling by stuff that's like actually everyone's like, oh, as just scroll past something inappropriate. I'm like, I it's Twitter. I don't you know. <laughs> that was hilarious. Like that was I, great. I, I had I actually just had something up on the screen where they were someone was just tearing the show to shreds. <laughs> and uh, oh, it man. was wow. it was it was actually kind of funny. It was it was it was pretty wild. But uh, we got hey, we got another caller, though, man. Let's do it. Here Let's we go, baby. Here we go amazing welcome to the hobbit hotline who is this this is andrew this is andrew i knew it i, <laughs> I love you know andrew, i love hearing that me? twice i love hearing that twice dude uh it's so because good we hear it on the preview this is andrew and then we hear you say it this is andrew andrew what did you think of the finale um i thought at first i didn't like it it was like maybe a six yeah shut up wow and, are you serious yeah yeah, I, I, I'm serious. But as I sat there and continued watching it and kind of took it in, it kind of went to like a nine and a half. Let's go. Wow. Okay. Let's I go. Sinking in. Journey. Let's hear about this journey. Uh, I just, I, I for some reason, I just wasn't digging it. I just, just was, I wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. Um, can, can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. Are you someone that doesn't like finales, like hates goodbyes? Um, I don't like goodbyes, but it's, yeah. it's not so much that. I think it was okay. more, I think it was just, I don't know. It was just the way, maybe it was just the way it was structured. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, the way it started off with, with um, the stranger yeah. and then going into, you know, Galadriel going in. It just, and then going right into the, 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 I guess when I got to the stranger part again, I guess it's kind of where it picked up because at that point I kind of already knew who Sauron was. Right. Cause he, he basically, Halbrand basically laid it out when he said to Calabrimbor, um, you know, consider it a gift. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. By that time, when they said that, you know, the the mystic said he was, you know, Sauron. I was like, this not not possible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. So, you sniffed I, it I out. You. you used your nose. You sniffed it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. good. That's that's so, um, good progression. Yeah. My by the way, my wife said the same thing. You know, just in terms of like the the first half was eh, not so sure, and yeah, then it, her, yeah. yeah. Second half, that was better. a great take she had. Yeah, it's. I, I think that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. I don't think like w- I watching it again, and then as I was finished watching it, I didn't think that the first part was terrible. 
It's just that I think it got me, as I was going along, it kind of made me rethink what I was thinking as I was watching it. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. okay. So, what did you um, think about but, the review? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say something Ez kept talking about with, with, his, uh, with his student there, with the series. Oh, yeah. How it, it's, it's, he thinks it's kind of like they're pushing towards those, that age limit, mm-hmm. that, uh, that age group. Yeah, I look at my, you know, my son's going to be nine next month and he never really wanted to get into the Lord of the Rings Hmm. and he's watched it in the beginning. He was kind of not into it. Then it's like, he gets these things. He loves all the female characters and all the Hmm. shows. Yeah. And he loves Galadriel. He's making Lego sets and all kinds of stuff and doing this whole thing. But he, it's like, He's obsessed with it now. Hmm. He's just he's watched he watched rewatched the whole series. He's finally watched the the Fellowship of the Ring. And wow! It's like it, it's it's got him. It there you go. Him, so, wow. wow, that's cool. That's cool. That's a victory right there, man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's over watching the Fellowship and and diving into it more and stuff. And like I said, I wow. think they hung the yeah they went the audience and the who they're looking at or, or what they're at. It's just. I don't know, t- trying to split hairs or thread the needle, whatever it was they're trying to do in terms of the fan base and in an older generation. And then also saying, we're going to go for this, keep them guessing all season long. Some people that's good TV. People like that is a good Tolkien. That's another conversation, another debate, but man, yeah. Interesting to hear that. Cause that same student came by. Um, this was, uh, this is, we're going into it. And he was like, he, I mean, just asking me if I was excited for the finale, just super ready to go. And I was like, dang, this kid's still like just fired up about it. So, you know, this not even to go into the age thing. I think this kind of, although she is, you know, way younger than us, but like I was talking with, uh, Cam and Courtney mm. after we watched, uh, the finale and we were just talking about reactions and, and like impressions and, um, Cam was like this. Courtney's told me that like you know this has actually wanted her to watch, give the movies another go, that she hasn't been real oh. keen to watch any of the any of the films, and how this series has made her want to watch Lord of the Rings movies. And so I think maybe it's not even just a, uh, you know, I, th- I think maybe the maybe the show might be geared towards like uh, kids over like us old guys, but. I think maybe what what maybe what this trying to do too is also drive people into the movies. Maybe that's what what the deal with all the um. Although if you haven't seen the movies, you wouldn't know the references. But there are so many like like we talked about the ending of this episode mirrors very. I think Dave Downing was talking about this mirrors so close to the end of the Fellowship. You yeah. Know, like um, Sauron walking into Mordor, it looks almost exactly like a mirror flipped image of. Uh, Sam and Frodo walking into Emin Muil and Mordor in the in the distance. Just all the different like shot homages we've had, like uh, framing and and like the the way it's like a Galadriel and Theo under the under the tree with the orcs, and it's very akin to the Hobbits and the you know the uh, right. the Ring Race, where like people like like me might look at that and go, oh, yeah, okay, I know what you're alluding to, but like it might if people are seeing that yeah, for the first time and they haven't seen the Fellowship, they go, dang, that's an awesome shot. And then they're like, man, is there more of this? I go watch Lord of the Rings and it's like, oh, there's more of this. And oh, cool. That's, they were tying back to this. And so, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's I mean, my point, he, yeah. And he's making, he's got, I went through a whole thing of tinfoil. He's making rings. Whoa, dude. You got a Kellabrimbor on your hands, Dang man. 
Dang. He's like, is it right if I is it right if I take this? Yeah, go ahead. I'll just go buy more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's gonna be out, so wow. Cool, he's gonna be out there lo- looking for pure, you know, gold and silver, and I mean, he's gonna be in the backyard, yeah, for get, sure. Get a metal oh, detector. Awesome. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, uh, an- another one of the. I don't know if I looked at this maybe in a different way. Also, maybe I looked at it in a literal sense and trying to hang on everything everyone was saying. But like when Celebrimbor was talking to the the High King, and he says the key that unlocked the dam. Mm-hmm. It's like that's the reference is a reference to to wow. Waldrig, how it literally like right. that's literally what happened. And he was under right. the yeah. influence of Sauron at that time, right. because we hear right. him say a bunch of things that came that we didn't actually see on screen. But all the dialogue, Gladrill's like, well, hold on a second. And so that's I, I didn't catch that one. That's a cool. That's yeah. interesting. Right. Yeah. Now, uh, now did. did Halbrand know this all along was going to happen. Well, I mean, maybe that's did he know? <laughs> did he know that this was going to be the way it was? Well, that's a good was, point. Maybe, and, maybe he had more control or scheming than we than we realized at this point. I mean, that could be something that's revealed in season two. Good point, Andrew. I mean, that's you that's know a little nugget there. So, because Andrew, somebody asked earlier about Adar. They were kind of saying like, I don't get it. I don't understand where that goes or or what the whole deal is. That's all left yeah. wide open for season two and. Who knows who's lying to who or or what the deal might be. I If they're going to do a full reversal and start to really just explain stuff. Uh, unlike here, they've kept everything a mystery. Everything's just been real hush-hush and quick little mentions and breadcrumbs everywhere and see if you can follow the trail. Whereas I think they're going to – it sounds like right from that, that article, Lane. I mean, what, what, t- take it for whatever <laughs> you will. That sounds like they're going to try to do something different uh, than what they yeah. did this season. So. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's interesting. I, I don't know. I mean, cause that was the question when we first started the podcast, which was how the heck did he know, or did he know, or how much control has he had over events? Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like even like going back and I, 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 maybe I'm just a little confused too. Was it where he's going back and he's having Galadriel go like look at her different memories is he just being influential on the way she's looking back at things or putting like just twisting her mind and and trying to make her look at these views differently like with her brother and and stuff yeah yeah, with with finrod and then going you know like all that other kind of you know and then like the the raft yeah yeah and then uh let me just look here because I wrote down something else here about, um, I'm sorry. The, no, no, you're good, man. Yeah, I'm just trying to. I I write all this stuff down, and then I, I love it. That's dude. I, I, I he's on another I level. Make little marks on it, and then I don't even know where I'm looking at. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you sound like me in my in my history books right now. I'm sort of like, what did I even? It sounds like my as once remarked on all the all the markings on my books. I do what's not underlined. I'm like I don't know. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> eyes can't track. Where are we at here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, that's a good tell in terms of a good story you're marking up. You know what I mean? Or like yeah, good dude, thoughts you sure, got. You're like, for sure. I like, love it. I love it. Yeah, freaking awesome. All right. Well, I, I don't even know where I am with that, but uh... <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Um, Join the club, man. Join the club. So, I know 
Everybody thinks that the stranger is Gandalf. Oh. But okay, what do you think? Okay. I I it's it's still possible. Mm-hmm. But I was just looking at where the mystics come across him mm-hmm. in Greenwood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like Markwood. Yeah. Now now from what I looked at, Greenwood becomes Merkwood. Yes. Yeah. And Merkwood is where Radagast was. Yeah. Right, for a time, yeah. Is yeah. Ooh. that okay, a possible connection, or is that just something maybe they're throwing out there to throw people off? I mean, that's what, what Joe, Lu- Joe Lewis wants think. that. I think Joe Lewis remarked around the fire yeah, uh, just did. a couple nights ago that he would he would like a Radagast kind of origin story. I mean, I, I, it was really cool hearing, because I didn't hear that conversation on Friday. I was in the garage talking to people and I didn't hear, except for talking to David Downing about the potato stuff. I didn't hear anything anyone said. I loved hearing people's ideas of, you know, it doesn't have to be just because he uses a line and a phrase that Gandalf uses. doesn't mean it's Gandalf. It could also mean that like Gandalf learned that from another Astari and that's this Astari. Right. You know, his love. Yeah. But they're, they're all connected anyway. Yeah. I mean, they're all the same type of Maiar. Right, as I mean, I don't. You know more about a story wait, than wait. I do. Sorry, I missed the question. What was it? So, they're all the story are connected. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, yeah, they're, they're, they're part of an order. Yeah, they were sent here, or sent here. Jesus, sent to Middle Earth to yeah. to aid in aid. the fight, right? So, against hey, Sauron. Somebody said it the other day, and I love this. And I forget where it's at, and I could be wrong, but I feel like I've read multiple times. Like when Gandalf fought that Belrog. I don't know who this was. They sent us messages. They're like, mm. people often forget. That Gand that they weren't necessarily meant to use their full power. They were meant to be more guides by the side and 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 help and be you know wisdom and counsel, yeah. a wise one, right? A wizard. And so They're for equals, aren't they? They're equal and yeah, 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 and, like, yeah. Isn't and, a Maiar Maiar, as well yeah, or like that sort of level. Yeah, they're 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 on that yeah. on that level, but um, they're not. I mean, yeah. Anyway, so thought that was kind of kind of cool, but um, it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I freaking I freaking love him. So yeah, the Astari are there, and you know, uh, Lottie was saying to me, she was like, "He's the other one," as in, like, wait a second, are there more already, or is he just the one Istar? Why do they mention him as like like the wording? And just when when the um when the mystics are talking to him, it seems like mm-hmm. they were anticipating one other who would come to counter him. I don't know. I mean, I really hmm. could not because I know in in the lore, it's like I think the blues come first or something or no, I don't know. Wait, hold on. Do they come around the time of the ring or something? I have to go back and look, but I feel like they yeah, come a little know. earlier and um, they're the only two that people thought could necessarily be in the second age. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, sorry, I probably didn't answer your question there, Andrew, but I, I yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Just, just talking about wizards. I'm, I'm, lo- I'm actually always looking up some stuff too. As we get in these shows, people are like in the, on the, on the stream here, just dropping all sorts of comments yeah, you're about doing a lot of, you're about doing the a lot lore. of stuff. You're multitasking. It, could he be Radagast? Is what he was asking. Could he be Radagast? Yeah, uh, I would be down for that. You know, Radagast is one of my favorites. So, honestly, I've always, you know, like, everyone loves Gandalf, and so you're sort of like, oh, okay, who's another wizard that I can get behind? Radagast. I've always been a fan of of, of his, and I've always wished he had more more time and more um dude if you, and if, you think about, if, you, if you think about radagast too he is kind of harfooty 
he's yeah, more hard footy yeah. than he is Javi. You know what I mean? So that that almost kind of I think about like how he just was yeah. dude was out there and was connected to nature. And you think right. about I mean hobbits are connected to nature as well, but not nearly as much as like these ancient harfoots are. You know? Right. Uh, yeah. They, the other... they were yeah. No, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead, Andrew. No. You're our guest, baby. Come on. The, the the other thing about Radagast is in there is not much of his story told. Mm, yeah. Told Some more liberties. Work. Yep, yep, you could take right. more liberties he, he, with it. Like, even specifically, um, when he shows up, I don't even remember what movie it is. And yeah. it, that's all Peter Jackson's, you know, his yeah. own spin on the whole thing because there was very little, you know, very little work with, yeah. with him. And from what I understand, um, I don't even think Gandalf and him – uh, particularly cared for each other. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, just a quick confirmation, Becky. Yeah, Blues first, then the other three in the third age, but Blues were second age, and then, yes, I believe so, Blues were second age. Sorry, I just wanted to throw that out there real quick for food so for, for thought. So for the chat, I want, I want to ask the chat, too. Was Saruman the head of the order just because the Blues sort of, like, lost their way? Is that yeah, dude, why? what happened? I mean, that's the they whole... They went out east, and they, they've, like were a part of those cults. So there's always been speculation as to whether they were under the influence of Sauron. I thought because they went out East and they got like culty and stuff. Yeah. Went, went, went to ruin or something. And, you did, know, like, like mega church pastors. They're like, Hey, come on, come on. Fill yeah. up the altar. Yeah. Let's go. Let's get it. Hey, pretty, we got we to fill up the offering plate as well. Let's go. Let's pass, it pass around. Uh, Lord Sauron is he's building a tower. He, he's uh, Lord Sauron needs your shekels. Ladies and gentlemen, come right. on now. Donate the Let's gold in your pockets to the one ring. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> get it in here. <laughs> Mix it with a little bit of blood. It's even better. We'll give you extra. <laughs> Hallelujah, Sauron. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, hey, uh, question for you guys. And, Andrew, just to kind of mix things up here a little bit, because I want to yeah. get to this this individual, and I can never say her name right. Aarian? Yeah. Aarian? Yeah, Aarian. That's right. Some yeah. folks are saying in the chat, that perhaps when she touched that palantir, that's you know maybe, and again, I keep saying Sauron's carrying one in his back pocket. That he might have influenced her in some way. People are feeling like she might be influenced by either what she saw uh, mm. with her her father and her brother, or that mm. somehow Sauron is distorting that that uh, user. yeah that 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 palantir. So whatever oh, that palantir. I guess I wonder too. Like when does he does he get his palantir after? Uh, okay, never mind. I'm not gonna because I don't know. I have no. When, yeah. when does Sauron get his palantir? I guess. I don't I think. think you might know. I think I don't think anyone knows. It's a mystery. Yeah, I think that's is it. After the downfall, the downfall. If anybody well, no, knows, put it in the chat yeah, here because I yeah. I don't think he has. Like during that during this time period, I don't think we know. Well, the interesting thing too the is one like, from Numenor. Yeah, I, I mean that's a that's the thing that's curious because I think doesn't um, Elendil takes them. When they flee, when the faithful flee during the downfall of Numenor, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. And then, like, the interesting thing is, like, uh, would Sauron have had one at that point? Because his. So, Seth, he, changes bodily he changes bodily forms again, too. Like, he comes. Yeah. He loses his physical form and comes back. He's sent back to more, like, travels over the waters to Mordor in a spiritual sense. It's weird. It's, right. I don't understand all that all the way. It's very metaphysical stuff. Seth is in here tearing it up in the chat. Yeah, he says that yeah. he, he gets it in the third age uh, after um, Minasithil is taken by the Witch King. 
is when well, there you go. Is okay. when he, so that late, that late, that's crazy. Now, like have a conflict. hold on, Seth. How do you know he didn't have a different one but prior to this show so he could see all the things that are going down? <laughs> right. Okay. Well, it's new lore, man. You know, it's new lore. So when <laughs> Minas Morgul is, is formed, that's when it's taken. That's very interesting. I didn't realize that was that late. That's crazy. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, there you go. Interesting. Yeah. So, so cool stuff. That you mentioned the uh, that's Isildur's sister, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now it, somebody was saying on the podcast the other day about Farazan possibly um, claiming the kingdom mm-hmm. of yep. Numenor to yep. become the king. Yep. Is it possible that he would marry the sister? Um. How much do you want to know? I mean, like mm-hmm. we could tell you what the lore says, because no, I, I'm just saying is 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 in the show because that that a couple of things that I like looked or even I heard what was it? Tino was the last caller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So he he kind of said something the same thing I was thinking. Um, Ellendil with Matt to marry uh, Muriel. Muriel, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So because uh, I wasn't sure if I was reading those vibes, you know, or just looking, you know reading into it but uh yeah. when i heard him say that i kind of felt like you know all right maybe i wasn't the only one thinking that yeah but, no you were um, not alone yeah yeah it's kind of hard to tell like what is friendship and what is like more than like in the show are you I talking about like elrond and galadriel or who are you talking about i mean i mean yeah even there like <laughs> honestly i feel like it's it's almost kind of like anyone close kind of seems romantic in a way i mean even elrond and d4 honestly at some points um like it seems sort of fuzzy that way so yeah i don't know could he marry could farazan marry a audience i guess like that wouldn't make him king though you know i mean that's the thing is like it's right it'd be interesting um it'd be a different like a different take well, on it or take her yeah, as, I mean, a, as a counselor or some sort of like a, like elevate her yeah. and and she starts to kind of especially especially if Lindell starts to go more towards this the faithful and he and muriel are going that direction if you can divide his house a little bit and get his daughter totally. to kind of you know, yeah. See things from your perspective. Him, yeah. Use him as a piece against him. Yeah. That'd be great. That, yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like her. I don't know what's up though. Her, her and Kemen. I admit, first of all, Kemen, I don't know what he's about. I mean, he's <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, that's just, that's been kind of awkward and weird. Are they, are they together? Is, I mean, right. what's going on? Are they not? And then, and then did she get that Scrum position because of together. him? Yeah. Right. So that'll need to be flushed out next season. It's peculiar for sure. Did you say but flushed found, out or flushed I, out? I, I think I'm at, I don't know. <laughs> I think I always say it wrong. <laughs> I like flushed out better, dude. I'm going to start using that. Get the flush out, baby. Flushed out, baby. Come on now. All right, Andrew, what else you got, dog? Well, I found my other notes on uh, Albrand. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was basically like all the metaphors while they're trying to create the forge with the mithril. Mm. And he's saying, oh, too much force and the metal shouldn't be forced. Mm. Uh, they shouldn't be forced to join. And my looking at that, I, I guess in the same way you could say like the shipping is looking directly at the relationship between him and Galadriel where mm. he's looking at it as 
maybe he shouldn't be forcing it and forcing her to join him. And maybe he should just kind of be coaxing her. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like his, his mentality with a lot of different relationships or, or ideas or yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Cause doesn't he say uh, like, like at the end, like to, Oh, what's the, the quote about to heal or to rule them being the same thing. That was the thing that kind of did it for Gladriel. And she was like, yeah, all right, you're evil. And and was yeah. going to take him out. of. Also want to mention yeah. too, Gilglad here in episode one, I got it up on the screen. Uh, he's, you know, she might be, she might have inadvertently kept alive the very evil she sought to defeat. So the King was right from yeah. the get go. Yeah. And right. the elf, he was on it, man. So Gilgalad, the wise, he's been seeing this yeah. from the get-go. All right. I've got a bigger Thanks. question. I, I just heard Andrew use it, too. Am I the only one who didn't know about the shipping term? Am I the only person? Oh, yeah, yeah. I learned it probably about two years ago. Thank God. I well, two years? To, I was, yeah, I was listening to a Star Wars podcast, and they were talking Jeez. about shipping. I'm like, what ship are they talking about? <laughs> wow. wow. Not the Millennium Falcon, my friend. No, they weren't talking about that spice ship. shipping? What's going on? Right. <laughs> okay, uh, well, that makes me feel really even more late, Andrew. Two years is a long time. Well, Two years are a middle of pandemic, man. Now I'm just now... Well, no, actually, then it was more than that. It was more than Dang. that. Then. Oh, God, I was, come on. Because I, I, I remember listening to the podcast on my way to work, and it yeah. was prior to that. So I was going to yeah. tell you, you too. Were, you're not don't go, don't go telling. Don't go telling your wife you learned a new word, because she's going to say that word's already done. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> See, look at this, man. I can't even keep. I'm, not, I'm just going to bury myself into the appendices for the next few weeks, and I'm going to learn old language. I'm going to go learn old words. That's what right, I'm going to do. Right. Can't yeah. not. Cannot. Yeah. Andrew, as always, it's a it's an absolute pleasure. I just wanted to say, like, I love to. Um, I was telling as I, I I hadn't yet like seen all the because he gets to see all the comments, you know, and I'm just sort of in the dark here in the garage. And I, so I've gone back and watched the, um, you know, like the conversations that have happened in the comments. And like, I, this is what I love. Like, I just love our community of friends because like the conversations between you and Sam specifically, I think like uh, very different viewpoints on the show, very different like ideas of, of like episode to episode, but the, like, the cordiality between people, and I, I just, I love that. Like we can disagree. Like even as and I right now, we're not agreeing on, on the show, but it's not like, it doesn't have to be this personal thing. It doesn't have to be something that makes you upset. It doesn't have to be this thing that rips your entire friendships apart. Like we can, it's cool to disagree almost like in a sense, like it's cool to do it in a, in a kind way yeah. where you're just like, yeah, it's cool. You see that I see it differently. And like, it, as for the most part, we really haven't had that yet. Like you and I have no. Not we had, typically see things the you know like like at least on the same kind of and then you know different characters. Or we see stuff, different like, things, or we gravitate towards different yeah you know elements of the yeah. story. Yeah, but like it's been so nice to see that mirrored also in the just in the chat with. with oh man, like, such a diverse such, such a, yeah yeah group. So anyway, I just I like I want to give like my hats off to everybody for like keeping it kind and keeping it classy, and I you know I was obviously expect nothing less, but. It's awesome to to see, like, just the cool conversations that people are having. That's what Ez and I hoped for at the very beginning. And so to yep. see that, yep. like, still happening to this day, 
is just like yeah. it humbles us, man. It makes us feel so happy that we well, just we never stop doing this. It's great. From from my point of view, I yeah. mean, the way I look at it is, you know, my point of view is not any more important than somebody else's. Uh, amen, dude. So, yeah, like it, you like, say, like you guys say all the time. As long as it's not disrespectful or derogatory, or, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. People are allowed to have their own you know, their own feelings or yeah. whatever it is that they want. Yeah. Well, like, I, honestly, when I, when I hear you talk, you get me excited for the show. When I hear people's differing opinions, like if someone says something, you know, like Tino, he's like, dude, I'm just enjoying it for what it is. It makes me think, yeah. Well, like, what are my, like, why am I like, just, you know, I'm, I am being honest in my, like my evolution of my feelings towards the show, but you know, it gives me hope for, you know, I don't know, whatever, like something could happen that changes me or it'll be okay. If not, and I I just, I love that. Yeah. That that we're able to like learn that from each other. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Uh, And I appreciate you guys doing what you guys do too. So yeah, it's, I know it's a lot of hard work. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm yeah, working, but we, I'm working we love so hard. It. Sit, sitting on my butt right now, drinking the beer. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm busting my ass yeah. for you, Andrew. <laughs> I love you, dude. <laughs> You're amazing, man. We need to have Andrew on an episode. Like, if we ever read some Aurelian or oh yeah, dude, get into yeah, appendices and stuff. I would he's love been, to have Andrew. He's been on. doing his research, man. He's been he's been. Uh, he's got notes. He's ready for. An I episode, know it, dude. man. I know. Yeah. So You're great. All right. All right well, hey, Andrew, thanks so Thank much, you. man. We appreciate you, buddy. All right. All right. See you later. Yeah, we'll see you. All right, brother. See you. Yep. Man. Um, love it, us. I love it. I know. I know. We got. Hey, we've been. Uh, we got a call coming in again, man. We don't even have time. We don't even have time. We're just rolling right in here. How are, how are you, man? How are you? <laughs> I'm, good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Call from. Oh, accept. oh man. Just send a voicemail. Press two. Dude, hold on. I can't even. Here we go. Uh, that was tough. All right. Well, the end. welcome to the Hobbit Hotline. Who we got here with us? Hello, hello, hello. Long time listener, first time caller. Let's go. Nice. <laughs> who is it? Who Who is this? Uh, this is Brendan. Brent, I've Brendan. never called in before. Brendan. Brendan. Welcome. Welcome, dude. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, what do you oh, want to boy. talk about, man? Th- th- this is a wild card here. We don't know what Brendan. Brendan's going to come in here. Everybody's been cordial. He comes in here shooting, <laughs> shooting just left and right. You know, rip us apart. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, Brendan? What do you What do you think of the show, man? What have you thought about this season so far? Um, and this finale. What are your thoughts? Wow this this show this show has been an adventure. <laughs> Okay. I, I've been following it for a long time, but okay, I got to say something real quick beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you guys remember? I don't know how long ago was it. You, do you guys remember when you hit that ring in the forest? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Guess who went looking for it? I went looking for it. I was the one who put in the comments. I couldn't find it. I went no like Aragorn into the wilderness searching for this ring. No and way. I tell you what, I found the tree in the picture. But I could not find the ring. I don't know where it was. Oh, <laughs> my. Brendan, you deserve something. We're going to send you something. Uh, for hey, this, like, I've got a ring right here. Looking. I got a ring right here on the on the, on the chat in the video. And uh, I got you, dog. I'm going I'm to I'm reach out to me. I'm going to send this to you. I, that's wild. We. How long did you look, Brendan? I want to know this. How oh, long? Man. I, uh, probably two and a half hours or so. Oh, my Lord. Can I also ask, it did was, you enjoy, did you enjoy Clear Creek? Cause it's beautiful. 
Oh, it is. Oh, it's so beautiful down yeah, there, isn't it? So it's, yeah. It's crazy. I'm uh, actually, I go, I go to school in Cincinnati, and okay. I was on a okay. co-op at that time. Um, I was um, co-oping in Pickerington. I'm, I feel like you guys have probably heard of oh, it. Oh, right? yeah. you're so oh, close yeah. to us. That's, yeah, dude. Yes, yeah. yes. Just right. west of, of so, Amanda. Yeah. Right. I'd been listening to the podcast and I was like, Amanda, Ohio. Hey, I'm in Ohio. I wonder, wonder how close that is. And I looked and I was like, wow, this is so close. So close. And I saw that I saw where you guys uh, went to the park and then I was like, well, I'll just, I don't have anything better to do with this Saturday and it's beautiful out. I'll go out for the ring. Oh, out, like my I don't know. gosh. That's, That's wild. For sure. Dude, that is awesome, man. Oh, wow. Man. It was crazy. Okay, so you've been listening for a while, then, yeah? Is that true? Uh, a good, a good bit. I, I wanted to. Uh, I, I think I just wanted like a Tolkien podcast. I love podcasts, and I just wanted to listen to it throughout the day whenever I was working on stuff and driving uh, to and from yeah. work. You know. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Uh, so cool, I man. You guys and, yeah, you guys are just like, like you said, you're the hobbits. You're always got that, you know, optimistic kind of feel to it. It's always. Uh, just I can just see the passion, so it's been really enjoyable for me, you know, no matter what. So you guys are my fun time podcast. <laughs> oh, that's wow, dude. Hey, we're honored, Brendan. We're honored. Let's go. Okay, tell us, tell us, uh, ring ring searcher. Um, I don't even know a golem. Maybe I don't. I don't want to call you. Whoa, golem, but okay, we'll go. uh, well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we'll go with that. What uh, What have you liked oh. about this show? What did you like about this finale, man? Tell us about it. Yeah. Um. So I've been. I've been watching the show and following developments from the beginning. Yeah. And I'll tell you that the number one thing that I'm happy about the show and how it closed the deal is that it kept that, I guess, Tolkienian sense of like goodness and purity. And like, it, mm. I, the number one thing I was worried about is they were going to make it really mature. And it's like, mm. you know, Tolkien wrote the Hobbit for his kids. Yeah. And it's like, there's something about that pure innocence that you don't get in like anything else, you know, mm. it's, it's mm. like, it's not, it's not game of Thrones. Like they're most, they're both fantasy, but they're just, they're, they're very different, you know? And I, I was just hoping they would keep that. And so I was very glad that all that sort of pureness and purity in it was really in every layer of the show. Yeah. I think that was the number one thing. That's a that's a great point. I mean, as and I talked about, I mean, we remember when the intimacy coordinator was hired, and all these, <laughs> yeah. you know, all these articles were being <laughs> written about like game of. I mean, I think it was the One Ring dot net or somebody released an article that said game of Game of Thrones. I almost said Game of Sex. I know. Game I was of like, Thrones Whoa. sex scenes on the horizon for Middle Earth, and I, I remember, I remember recording and talking about this and debating like, how does this fit in? Can this fit in? How will fans react? How will we react? Do we want this? Do we not want this? And so there you go. And talking about like things to take away from the show that are positives. That's a, in my opinion, anyway, whatever is a huge positive because it makes it more accessible. And we're talking about all these kids who are watching the show, who are getting into it. And I'll tell you, man, like my girls haven't watched very much of it, but I have played some of the earlier episodes for them and they are obsessed just like Andrew's son obsessed mm -hmm. with collateral mm -hmm. obsessed. Like they, yeah. They're like, Daddy, can we watch the now they ask Daddy, can we watch Lord of the Rings? Daddy, can we watch The Hobbit? Daddy, can we watch Galadriel? And they oh, call yeah. the show mm. Galadriel. So <laughs> I mean that's pretty that's pretty cool. Like and we were worried about that. Like I was worried about like my kids not being able to see the show until they're, you know, like teenagers, right? Because of of that fear of that loss of innocence. And so 
It's a great point, Brendan. Um, okay, what else have you enjoyed? Like specifically stuff. What are what are some characters, right. some storylines that you've enjoyed? Okay, yeah. So favorite storyline, and this probably isn't too controversial, is absolutely the Elrond Durin stuff. All their friendship. I, I don't know whose idea that was. Give them yeah. a raise. That was yeah, that, that was a that great idea. Awesome. Yeah, I, you just it's, it's giving us a whole new look at Elrond that kind of like mm. we're I didn't expect because. You know, with right. the dwarves in the Hobbit, when the dwarves come, he's a little bit. You know, I don't know if this is a good idea to go <laughs> trouncing into Erebor and waking up the dragon. But right, you know, right, it, it was cool to see that like more familial like relationship with Durin the dwarf, and just seeing that friendship. Mm-hmm. Oh, screams talking to me. I love that. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, and even a more kind of like humble Elrond. Like, he hasn't arrived yet. He's not an elfin lord. He's still kind of finding his footing and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Right. What else, man? Okay. So this is just a funny connection I was thinking of at work today when I was listening to you guys. Um, <laughs> the cultists or the mystics, whatever we're yeah, calling them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Their soundtrack, and this might be more of a, an Ez question, but their soundtrack, <laughs> they have that. I, listen, I know you do the Star Wars Hangout, but they sound like uh, the Phantom Menace, that or whatever. Oh, just like that whispering in the background. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, wow. you're right. Yeah. They do. Wow, I didn't even think about that. That's uh, well, you know, I mean, we knew all along they they were baddies, but that uh, yeah, you're right. The the music around it was was really good. You know, I've even had a chance to go back and. And I, well, I want to and just go back and listen to the music and listen to those layers. Like mm-hmm. it all just sort of fell fell into place, and you would hear it, and you didn't even realize you were being. I don't know. It just just pulled. The, I mean, Bear was pulling us this way and that way, and really trying to yeah. to bring out what the what the show wanted to. I feel like the music is the best part. It's been well delivered, and and uh, well, yeah. And then even having like specific soundtracks to each episode too. Yeah, like that's something that we didn't even like. We anticipated a like a complete recordings thing maybe that we had talked about when we reacted to the soundtrack, but not like an, I had no idea they would do like an episode by episode soundtrack. He, he sure. Bear, you're right. I, w- I would say I'd agree with that. Music has been easily the most seamless from the trilogy. We love to the show. Like it's been oh, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. But it, it sounds music so like Phantom Menace. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I listen to the soundtrack all the time in my car and you know, not yeah. only the instrumental, but um, just the the Hobbit walking song we got. That that yeah. was I was so happy to see that it's like, hey, this is classic Tolkien, you know. And even if he didn't write that, it sounded just like something he would write. And I, I just love that. Yeah. song. I thought it was really harking back to Bilbo's walking song, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. It's funny you bring that up too. My cousin Luke, I was talking to my cousin Luke about what he thought about the show. And the music, because he's like a, he's a musical person. And I was like, what do you think of the music? He said, I was hoping for more kind of like, he said, I love it so far. But I was hoping for more of the like the songs, like just songs that like Tolkien would, would constantly write. And I feel like it was before that episode. And so to see kind of more, and I, I think, wasn't there, the New Orleans before they left, didn't they sing some kind of like bar song or something? They were drinking and they were singing a song, if I recall. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. They did. But like, right. yeah, it's funny that right after I talked to him, we had a couple episodes where there were like songs and it, it did feel very, yeah, Tolkienian. That was, that's a great point. Okay. What else, man? This is great. This is great talking to you. Oh, this is so cool. I, I can't believe I got on. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought about calling the first day and I was like, ah, I don't know. And so, 
I, I literally sit down and I'm like, oh, they're live streaming now. I can do it now. So this is crazy. Dude, yeah, glad you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so another thing, this one's more of a kind of maybe an open-ended question. Um, so I've been listening to, um, as well, another podcast called uh, by Corey Olson. He's like the Tolkien professor. So he knows all this stuff. Yeah. One of the things I kind of questioned after watching that is, what is the kind of dynamic of the, so the rings of power, the elven rings, why were they made? Well, part of it was to preserve the elf kingdom. But now, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And a lot of fans kind of were not so sure about how they felt about this, but with the light of the Silmarils and thus the light of the trees of Valinor in the Mithril, is it the light that's sustaining the elves? Is it the mm. fact that, you know, the rings are like magical and their spirits are bound to them? What is it? Is it the light? Is it, wow. is it their spirits? Is light a deception? I'm, I'm just kind of unsure as to what the point of the whole uh, song of the roots of the Hufflager, uh myth was so I, that's just something I was wondering about. Yeah, I mean uh, that that's something that the the, the over importance of or the over emphasis on the importance of Mithril has been something that I didn't like. I wasn't aware of. Like I didn't, and I questioned. I was like, is this just something for the show? Is this something that Tolkien wrote about? That's something that has been kind of like baffling to me too. I, I think the way you said it was, I mean, you just blew my mind, honestly, thinking about the emphasis on light. And then I'm even thinking about all the themes we've seen in the show, just purely show stuff about like light following the light, you know, which light is the one that you follow. Um, mm-hmm. refracted, refracted light, how that is tempting, but it's not the true light. It's not the source of the light. Um, and then even thinking about like Galadriel's mirror, how a mirror reflects light. It's not light itself, but it, gives the illusion of light um yeah uh what is it about the mithril i don't know man well i think that was the i mean it's almost like because they condensed this the way that they did it's like you have to like what's the what's the problem what's the need to just do this because i mean in the in the Mm -hmm. second age like from from what i just remember a little bit was you know anatar shows up he's a lord of gifts and he claims that he's from the valar and he starts to kind of instruct them in the art of ring making he says he's from the valar he's they don't think he's some people distrust him calabrimbors are like hey what's up and then they're learning this ring craft and it was just all to deceive them into making rings that he could then 
bind with the one control right that he could control and so it's a power it's just a big power grab so they totally didn't do that that's that's something i mean it doesn't seem to be what they what they went for there's a there's a reason that the elves are interested in making because we don't really have a re i mean i i guess if someone in the in the chat can tell me why they were making rings to begin with you know like he he just shows up and they're making rings and and they because they didn't have an, they didn't have enough to make crowns, bro. Come on, I mean, I guess, dude, I get you know, <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> so there, I guess there's a Not reason, a you know. I I guess that's a great. You know what though? That's a we, great question. We laugh about it, but it's sort of like what in the lore? I guess for I guess yeah. some lore people in the chat here or whatever. Why? And I could I again I'm not a lore master. I have no freaking clue. I'm thinking to myself, why were they? making these rings of power what was the what was the reason because the reason they do it here is because well we got to save linden we got to save our people and it seems like they were just taught this fancy craft and they all were just deceived by anatar and oh shoot we were making these really cool things and this guy's got us all bound he's going to try to bind us all to the one ring and there doesn't seem to be a reason why they were engaged in the ring i mean they were just craftsmen Brendan, I gotta say I that remember, you. I, I was just gonna say, go you've ahead. been listening. You've been listening to us long enough that you can't ask us those types of questions. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> you have to send us those ahead of time. I know. Ahead of time, and we have to do research first. Come on now, like don't give away the illusion here. Come on, come on, Brendan. <laughs> oh shoot! Yeah, you're right. You're right. Hey, that's what I love though. That's that's that. It's that hot of like curiosity. You know, I, I'm just gonna batter out. That's you know, for sure. Plus, yeah up star maps and, and see what we can get yeah <laughs> just like rip sadok man oh um oh yeah so i i don't know that, that that's an open question something i'm thinking about it's, i know, it's a great you know i know at the end of end of third age i think galadriel you know was kind of sad that uh at, with the unmaking of the one ring that um, her kingdom and, and, and stuff with the, the power of her ring would, would pass away. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting thing they're doing. Um, I don't know how I feel about it yet, but more to, more to come. I, I'm looking forward to seeing how that plays out in season two. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Okay, wow. cool. That's, yeah. That's great stuff, man. Anything else you want to share and spit before you go? Uh, I, you know what? I, I don't think so. I think I, I think I got my, my stuff and I just couldn't wait to tell you guys about the, uh, the adventure. The one right oh, now. Joke, man. <laughs> hey, will you, will you DM us? Like send us a DM and we'll give us your address or somewhere we can send something for you. We'll send something your way. Yeah, man. Yeah. Cause that's, I, I mean, that's a valiant effort. We got to, well, cause we were going to reward crazy. people for going out there in, anyways. And you're the only person I've heard who's I think gone out there. Right. So that's crazy. I do remember your comments on the on the video though. So yeah, send us something. Uh, just up talking Tolkien on Instagram, and we'll get back to you. All right. Okay, guys. Awesome. Well, hey, I appreciate it. Uh, it's so great getting to talk to you. It's weird hearing you respond to my voice now. <laughs> not used to it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks for doing this, guys. And uh, yeah. hope you have a a good uh, rest of your night and uh, I will keep on listening to y'all. All All right. You too, man. Thanks so much, brother. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Yeah. All right. Wow, dude. Uh, we got a little lore master, Brendan. He's, he wasn't keying on to it, but he's a little lore master. Oh, man. He did, yeah, he's, he's scratching that around. Question, the... That question was, I, I don't know if it's because I'm, I'm sitting here looking at four empty cans, 
or if it, I think even <laughs> normally that would have stopped me, but I'm like, whoa, whoa, this bro is going, wow, he's he's going for it. He's going for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Dang. I love it. I love it. I so love cool. it. Wow. Um, all right, hey, we got another caller, man. We said we're keeping it open late tonight, so let's do it. Let's what roll through it? these. It's 10-10, baby. Let's go. I know, dude. So here we go. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the Hobbit Hotline. It's 10-10 in the evening here in the Eastern Standard Time or Eastern Shire Time, as we like to call it. Who do we have with us here? Oh, man, it's Mike Upshire. Hey! Okay, Mike, did you come on here to apologize for talking about all the trash you've been spitting about me or something? Like, what's going on here? (laughs) Are you talking bad about me, Mike? And just supposed to protect you from that. Yeah, that's my oh fault. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, don't day. Hey, yeah, I don't know who to be down. Shoot, <laughs> I'm the dark lord, guys. My bad. I <laughs> darn lord. it. I <laughs> never who you expect, Mike. What's going on, man? What do you think of this finale? We heard from you a couple weeks ago. It was awesome to hear your, oh your voice. Yeah, dude. What did you What did you think about this, man? Tell us. Uh, you know, I, I think that this finale was was good. I thought it was a little rushed. Like they went kind of slow through most of the series mm-hmm. and then a lot of things felt rushed but then on second watch after i knew what they were doing mm-hmm. um it, it was better okay yeah. yeah yeah okay but i did want to i did want to just touch on a couple things so in uh in in your your i guess the normal episode right normal podcast mm-hmm. so i was talking about the rights mm-hmm. so yeah. from what i understand yeah they have the rights to the the appendices and lord of the rings but I guess they won the contract based on their willingness to work with the Tolkien estate. Mm. And, and with that, so they have, um, I think Simon Tolkien. So what, I don't know what, yep. one of the, one of the kids or grandkids, he, he's a consultant on the show. So they're working some degree of closeness on various things. So, so that's how we're able to get a lot of things from the similar, similarly in, in the okay. show. Okay. So it's no. like what they were talking about around the fire. It's like kind of like um, like bones almost or extra access that isn't yeah. explicit to rights but helps inform the story. That makes sense, honestly. I mean, it's, I think Simon yeah, also like here, was here and there. Yes, if I remember correctly, Simon was a huge fan of Lord of the Rings films and then also helped consult in the Hobbit films. Maybe if I'm remembering um, correctly. Don't, don't tell me. Don't tell me that. <laughs> it's, one of the, <laughs> it's one of the like great grandchildren. <laughs> I think that's true, ma'am. Look it up, fact check me, but I think Simon is like the great great grandson or something who was like he was on set for the Hobbit. Like he was there, he was walking with Colbert. He's like, Hey dude, this is my gang, man. And they're like, Oh, cool, bro. <laughs> Tariel's sweet, uh, right? I know, dude. <laughs> He's like, Hey, I know we can do a love love triangle. No, no, no. <laughs> um, oh, no. Well, yeah, so, okay. Well, anyway, okay. So, so that that kind of so yeah, they're getting some things here and there from. Uh, okay, that's from clarification. Space. That's good. Yeah. Nice. The other thing, okay, so blues, the blue wizard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I think there's still a chance. I know. Okay. I guess as you want Gandalf and. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, I'm that's happy a wizards here, buddy. I'm happy a wizards here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so. Like, so the way I see it, you know, they, they, they're trying to ease the audience, the, the casual audience, and they give them something familiar, mm-hmm. ease them into the second age world, mm-hmm. and then, and yeah. then, so, so like for, for, uh, Halbrand, right? So they say, okay, we want Anatar remix. So we'll give them Halbrand, we'll make him look like Strider, something really mm-hmm. familiar, and then we'll throw them the twist. Mm-hmm. And so I, 
I hope they're doing the same thing with the stranger. We'll we'll give him a lot of Gandalf feels, and then let let the mm. audience really kind of fall into this age, and then we'll reveal that okay, he, he's actually a blue. There's another color out there. Mike, I kind of I kind of love that better, honestly. Like, um, I didn't I didn't think about it until I listened to this morning, uh, this afternoon. I listened to bits and pieces to the conversation around the fire after our finale, like hangout, and um, I like that idea. I mean, I've liked every idea as is thrown out about the about the possibility of the stranger. Every single one, I'm like, I like that one. I like that one. I like that one, buddy. Hey, I I tossed all five out there, but he's only you know. I mean, you did. (laughs) I like them all. Like, I've liked I've liked um. I liked all of them, and to, for it to be a blue, I mean, it makes sense. It'd be cool to see. It'd be interesting to see how there are traits that are similar between all of the Astari, right? In this, in this single Astar, uh, I like that man a lot. Yeah, yeah. And actually, yeah. In the in the, the campfire thing, I, someone mentioned, "Hey, what if they're, you know, all all the other four out there, and this is the last one to come up?" So Gandalf coming up, and I I had not thought of that. I, I think that'd be cool with that. That'd be cool. Mm. Or Radigast. Mm. I'm a um, yeah, I'll go with Radigast. With Radigast. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. So even I mean they're giving a lot of hints. So they talk about ruin, they talk about the East, even the cultists. Like they could have had the antagonist in the in the Harfoot storyline be just wars the hard the whole time. Or maybe a troll or something. But mm. they, they chose to go with cultists. And I think mm-hmm. that's a I think that's a direct clue to point to the blues. And then the whole like teetering wow. be- between is he good, is he bad, is he good, is he bad. That's the same thing that Tolkien uh, had with the Blues. Yeah, with the Blues. Where initially he was wow. he's saying, hey, they failed, they were bad. And then later in life, he's like, okay, maybe maybe they were pretty good. Hmm. Yeah. Wasn't his, one of his kind of ideas, too, that they just kind of got lost? Like they sort of just lost their mission or whatever? I think I've heard Ez say that a bunch. Like they just sort of lost their – like wasn't Gandalf the only one who really truly f- remembered the mission? That was given. If you think about yeah. like, yeah, because Radigas kind of gets, falling away, yeah. and Saruman becomes a traitor, and the Blues just kind of wander off. And like the one who remembered the task was Gandalf, right? Right? Is that right? Pretty. I mean, yeah, you can infer yeah, that. I, you I, kind I, of infer yeah. it. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Um, oh, okay. My yeah. bad. My bad. Okay. No, no. I think I need to infer on here. Well, hey, Jeez, hey, 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 hey. I, I, I can't infer, infer much. I, I think so. he, was, he was the only one that succeeded, or something. It, okay. There not, you go. You could read into it, and maybe, oh, maybe, okay. maybe they did you. do a good job, but they ultimately didn't do. You know, I don't know. They I got, got a B plus, you know, didn't get the A. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's the only one who aced it. Okay. All right. Um, what else? What uh, did you? How do you feel about what, what's going on with the sealed door? I mean, is he is he alive? I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be. The horse is gonna find him and lick his face. Be an be, thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. gosh. And that, you know, it's, it is what it is. Oh, Hey, yeah. while we got Mike on here. So the, uh, yeah. m- uh, so, okay. I saw this interview. Morphid Clark was out there and they're asking her about her favorite, um, her favorite scene from the trilogy. And she said, it's the scene where, where Aragorn, uh, comes back and pushes the door open and looks super wow. epic or whatever. And comes in. And I thought, isn't that ironic? Something that doesn't actually even happen in the books oh, is wow. her wow is I'm just her thinking she she she's old enough she probably had like a poster of that on her wall at some point she's probably like oh yeah damn vigo let's yeah, go what's up yeah yeah you... i mean didn't didn't we all right but the mike, horse i mean right? yeah mike's coming with the horse. Oh, I, I thought that, that I, yeah. I could see that now like that how she's trying to embody that you know whatever that scene is I, I, I oh interesting yeah. yeah yeah maybe that was her whole maybe that was her like touchstone for the entire role 
or her interpretation of Gladriel was, I want to be Aragorn walking through those doors every single scene. Wow. I could have been. Yeah. Mike, I got the only real question I'm going to ask you is when are we going to get you out in the Shire, man? When are we going to get Mike <laughs> Upshire in the Shire for real? Will it ever happen? You so is, is this going to be kind of a yearly around the same time kind of thing? Well, so the I, think, next, I think the next, yeah, the next season is not coming out until like 2024 is what we've heard. Wow. Oh yeah. By that time, I'm, I'm just saying like this time next year, I'm going to be um, at a uh, career transition where I'll have lots of free time. So if you do another, you know, Ooh, okay. Another, another together, LEP. Okay. I, I think, I think I'll be there. Oh man. So we could literally, we could literally start a campaign that was LEP. What would it, is it three S LEP three yeah. for the Shire. And people wouldn't even know that we're talking about you until now. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> for the Shire. But you know, that, that's a good follow up though. So with two years though, what, how, how are you guys going to keep busy? Like what, what's going to be your main wow. thing to like, Oh, wait, put us on the spot. Put us on the spot. Wow. Jeez, Mike. Uh, okay. Business meeting as, uh, uh, what are we doing for the next two years? Uh, first of all, we're taking a long nap. Um, we're going to take a long, a, a, nap. a long yeah. nap, uh, and, and kind of, kind of reconvene. I do actually think, so I know this is the last Hobbit hotline. Um, we do have some folks that I actually just got Travis Sigler just reached out to me and, Heck uh, yeah. Yeah, and I thought we, we missed him. We missed him. And yeah. So yeah. I, I thought maybe we would kind of, you know, do something to take a, take a week off or whatever, maybe do a couple more just whenever we have time. No, no schedule on that. Just unexpectedly, uh, drop a few yeah. more, you know, thoughts, comments, just different reflections on the show and kind of go from there. Maybe we'll get, uh, Anthony back on and say, dude, what's up? You lied to us. Uh, yeah, we'll, you we'll, liar. Come on. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to figure that out. Is he lying about the statues of me in New Zealand too? I'm starting to think that was a lie too. Yeah, he probably, Oh, yeah. Dang I, it. He's sorry. Well, dude. Hey, yeah. Huge shout out to Mitch Pope. Long time listener. Good. Yeah. That I've never, another good friend that I've never met before. Um, amazing man. He was like, he messaged us uh, a couple of days ago. I said, guys, what do you think of the show? He was like, I really wish you would have done a Silmarillion like read through. So that might be kind of interesting. Well, I also thought it'd be really cool to do like for S and I to literally find out. Well, not even find out to just go through the appendices, like to go through the appendices. Like we would a, I don't know yeah. if that'd be interesting for anyone. It'd be interesting for us though, to go through an appendices Like we would a read through dude. Read. First of all. So I mean like, this is what they had access to and this is what could have been in the show or is not in the show or is in the show. So. And, and Mike, I'm glad you asked this question. Cause like, and the spirit of all this and Lane said this a couple of callers ago, which is that like it actually, for me, I've been kind of holding off on, on deep lore dives or whatever, but I've done a decent amount just on, on like Tolkien gateway and just, j- just jump around to what, you know, different things. We've been falling asleep to the Silmarillion almost oh, okay. every night. Uh, okay. So, 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 so are you, you're the lore of the rings. Is that what you're saying, bro? Um, uh, no, no, wow. no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow, whoa. Not dude. even close. Not even close. Okay. But I think, I think we do have sort of, uh, I, I think people would appreciate the, the, the Hobbit approach to the Silmarillion <laughs> because I mean, we're yeah. just hobbits. Like, I, I think people get so intimidated by it because they're like, dude, I don't know, all these names, uh, you know, all these names starting to run together. And they do. Yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah. I, I actually wouldn't be opposed to doing, I mean, Matthew Johnson's in here crying out for it. He wants, he's like, just one a month, <laughs> once every two months, whatever it takes. Just, just drop he needs me something. He company in Kansas. He needs some company in Kansas yeah. is what he needs. Yeah. A lot of people are saying Silmarillion, please. The They're saying, yes, appendices, I'm in. And so yeah. what would be cool, would be cool to like, you know, obviously, go through that and do like we do with the breakthroughs where we have, I mean, we've never been this collaborative, Mike, like we we've always had 
friends on for chapter rereads and stuff like that, but we've never had this much collaboration in this short of period of time. Yeah. Trying to keep that going would be really interesting and fun, I think, too. So yeah, even uh, even a segment where us. people yeah. wanted to call in and talk. If we, if we knew with a chapter and we knew like yeah. you know a biweekly thing or even once a month or whatever it was, people knew the fifteenth. We're gonna hey, we're doing it on this Friday or whatever it might be. Yeah. That would be fun because I think sometimes when it happens too quick and too fast for us, like we've got different things going on, we're like, you know, we gotta. We like to have you know. I mean. I freaking love talking to Lane. Just half the time, I we're making jokes yeah. about what's happening in the chapter, which helps me remember <laughs> it a little bit more. Uh, so I'm sort of like, well, which is good. Uh, but yeah, I would be down. I would be down because I think yeah. people would love to to hear, you know, just some. We got to finally have Mike on though. That's the only dude. Thing. Yeah, Mike. Sorry, dude. Mike yeah, I got to. You got to. Hey, you got to vow right now to come on and join us. Otherwise, we're not doing it, dog. We're not doing it. You know, it's on you. Sure, I'm yeah. good. All right, there we go, baby. <laughs> we got a sure, baby. It is on. That's the, hey, Mike you know, Upshaw. We got the dong. We, hey, we have the dongle that changed everything. So we can always, people can wow. literally like just call in and we can just set up something. Yep. That's been fun, dude. People, the ease of that, like people just calling in on Fridays afterwards, you know, and just chat with us, yep. Lane. That is it's been a blast. It's so good because you and I can be together and then just like, yep. you know, listen to that phone call coming in. It's that, that'd be the way to do it. I love being together with you, man. Dude, Honestly, same, I, can't. I can't believe we're revealing. This is the right. We're revealing know, real, yeah, real feelings. God. It's fitting that it's with Mike. Really Mike's been here since the beginning, man. <laughs> Mike's crying. He's tearing up. Uh, I definitely like the, the community you guys built. So it's, uh, anything to keep that going would be, be great. Yeah. It's all you guys, yeah. man. We did, We just showed up. It's you guys who have made it special. So we appreciate yeah. you so much. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Actually. Yeah. yeah. So some of the others in the chat are saying, uh, so in addition to, or maybe alternative to the uh, appendices or similar in, you know, the Children of Huron or Fall yeah. Gone On, you know, some of those. Man, so, uh, Mike, what, I read, what, I, had, I had always been thrown off by Children of Huron because there are so many, I have the, like, the Alan Lee illustrated version that came out, I don't know, like, it might have been 10 years ago at this point now. But um, I would start reading and I would get lost in all the names. And then I figured out, I'm like, a lot of these names are map locations. And it's the stuff that was like, you know, sunk during the reforming of middle earth or whatever. I don't even totally understand it, but I, I, I was like, okay, this map is perfect because it folds out and you can literally look at the map as you're reading the book, the way they did that, that version is perfect. And so during, um, it was actually during, I, I was teaching online, mm. uh, in 2020, was it 2020 mm -hmm. in the fall, I had an online class. And so I had a lot of dead time in between classes where, my kids weren't doing their work cause it was just how it was. And, um, I wasn't teaching. So I was like, I'm going to read this book finally. And yeah. I read through the whole yeah. book and I loved the story so much that I, I think I texted, didn't I text you as yeah. I was like, dude, if they needed to adapt anything, if they wanted to literally adapt anything from Tolkien. It would be the children of Horan. Right. Yeah. I feel like it, 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 you could lift it from the pages, not even change a thing and like it's make like, a really good movie or show. Sure. Yep. So yeah, I would be down for that too, to even get into some of those, yeah. Like the great tales. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool. Cause then we could, we could talk, yeah. you know, more next season about like, I mean, just things we learned and, and connections. Cause I'm surprised yeah. with some of the stuff they, they went for and, and connections, you know? So. Yeah, absolutely. But. Yeah. And I, I don't want to hold the lines. I'll just throw this little seat out there. If you're looking for more, uh, Tolkien, uh, well, uh, Lord of the Rings stuff to keep you busy. So the, the LCG fantasy flights, uh, living car games, just doing a, a reprint of 
kind of a revised core set of the game. It is phenomenal if you're into uh, kind of exploring wow. it through a card game format. So yep. I'll just wow. Leave it that. But I'll get off the line so others can call in and uh, definitely appreciate you. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. Watch, hey, look send, us, that, yeah. uh, send, send us like information on that. We'll post about it on Instagram. Did you yeah, do yeah. that for us? We'll do. Yeah. All, All right, right, man. We'll do. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Mike. Mike. Thanks, man. Appreciate you, buddy. That was, that's yep. good. Later. All righty. Dude, as I am getting such good vibes, this is this is amazing, dude. Oh, dude, I know. When you, hey, something I wanted to say to you before the next caller pops in here. Uh, no, no one's calling right now, so we're good. But like, dude, I just want to say, you think about in terms of um, you said something earlier where you're like, yeah, you know, it's good to hear all these these good vibes from different people or whatever. And I think like coming into a show, like you you challenged me a couple weeks ago with the uh, with the whole Star Wars stuff. It's like, yeah, after you take your hat off and sort of say, this is just not gonna be the ride that I'm gonna be on. But let's just engage with other people and and make jokes that are. That are fun. I, the memes are killing me. I'm on Twitter right now. Just, just even somebody who loves the show. I'm really actually reading. Not even kidding you. Like hate comments. People are just super upset about stuff, but they're funny. They're they're actually funny, and that that funny. says something I mean, too, right? That they're that it's you know okay. There's things to be made fun of. Um, I mean, one of the yeah, best I mean, things about I, the prequels, like about the Star Wars prequels, is there's so many memes, so many memes about those movies, and people trashed them, but yet they're awesome so yeah Dude, even even when we were talking about when i was doing in defense of the show like early on you remember those oh yeah yeah, yeah. few episodes and i like i was pointing out things in the lord of the rings that were pretty hilarious oh, heck like 90 yeah. percent of legolas's lines are just obvious statements that we knew anyway like the opposite of show versus tell you know yeah. and so yeah, yeah i mean you can you can poke fun at anything and that's the that's the cool thing that a lot of people don't. I mean, you can even poke fun at Tolkien at some point. It's pretty hard to do, but you could manage it to poke fun at Tolkien. I mean, right? There's right. a there's a National Lampoon's uh, version of Lord of the, or a spoof of Lord of the Rings. It's called Board of the Rings. Board of. <laughs> oh. I've even thought about us reviewing that at some point. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's an intimacy scene with Galadriel and Frodo, and wow, some kind of something with water. I don't know exactly what happens, but. It would be, uh, even that would be kind of fun, maybe for the appendices or something. Like we read Yeah, that. oh yeah. Yeah, something fun. I mean, we're going to have a couple years, you know, that's a long time. I know, like, which is why, that long. yeah, now I'm down yeah. to kind of fill with, with Silmarillion. Hey, real quick, I got, yeah. got, got a caller coming in here. Let's let's grab this real quick. Let's go, let's go. All right, hello and welcome to the Hobbit Hotline. Who do we have with us? What's up, Lane Inez? This is Sam Oldenhauer calling from Georgetown, Kentucky. Oh, oh my wow. God. He's the the motherland of Ezra Kirk. He's been tearing it up in the chat, by the way. Right? Wait, are you in here tonight or is that Seth? Who's in here? Seth? Uh, oh, yes. Both of you in here? Right. Okay. Yes. You and your brother have, have a, a Lord of the Rings podcast as well, right? Uh, yeah, that is correct. That's right. You called in early on, episode the Hotline 2 or 1? I think it was maybe three. I don't know. It was pretty early. Okay. Yeah. Three. It was early on. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I came in with some hot takes and I think right, I maybe helped you turn, turn to the dark side. Though. <laughs> you know, I think you had an influence on me, Sam, you devil. Like, Son, so what's oh what, what, did you, what did you think about? Oh, and yes, it was you and, and Andrew's conversation, which I applauded because I feel like two different perspectives, two different ideas on the show. And, having a conversation that is cordial and friendly and full of friendship. So, I mean, hats off to you on that, man. I mean, that's both of you. That's, that's what it's all about. And, so. and do you and Seth agree on, on your, I'm trying okay. to pick up yeah. on this here in the chat. What's going on? Yeah. 
That's a that's a great question. We agree on just about everything. I okay. think he is very very negative about the show. Like he would be. Mm. He, I told him I was like, you need to call in, man. He's like, I, if you don't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Like, wow, I've heard that before. Come on, <laughs> but, call it. I need some company, <laughs> Seth. Call it, Seth. Call in here. I swear. Company. Yeah, get uh, your butt in here. But, uh, yeah, we we both are just. I mean, we we grew up on Tolkien, like I've mentioned, and it was just always our safe place. It was our thing that we went to all the time. We listened to the books while playing mini hockey in the basement for hours on end together. And like, wow. it was just something we did for the fun of it. You know, we watched the PJ movies over and over and over. And both of our yep. wives, like, live in two different states now, but both of our wives know, like, you know, if we're sick, if we're tired, if we're down, like, we're going to put on Lord of the Rings and they're just going to yep. have to deal with it. But uh, <laughs> so for us, it's, it's, it's a very special thing. And we were very excited about this adaptation. But then as things were coming out and they're changing things and making more, you know, Amazon characters than actual Tolkien characters and just seeing how the show has progressed, it, it was just really a letdown. And, and at the very least, we were hoping for something entertaining. Okay, we can throw aside the lore. We can throw aside the fact that they're not going to actually yeah. have, you know, an accurate representation but it just personally, it was not entertaining and yeah. not entertaining enough. Like I, I haven't had any desire to go back and watch any of the episodes again, um, yeah. except for this last one. I, I went back cause I wanted to show my wife, you know, the scene between Galadriel and Halbrand slash Sauron. Um, but then even as I rewatched it, I was like, ah, I was actually kind of lame cause I was intrigued the first time, but then watching it again, I was like, that's, eh, I don't know why I was so intrigued the first time. <laughs> so, so you're, so you're burdened know, by been a disappointment. Yeah, no, so you're burdened by the knowledge of Tolkien, right? I mean, that's like, I kind of feel like that's what happened when I watched Tolkien Untangled's take on what what a second age show could look like. I felt like burdened. I was like, dang it, now I have this knowledge, which I swore I was going to stay ignorant of, and it's ruined <laughs> everything for me. So um, I want to ask you this. Um, first of all, how close are you and, and Seth and Age? Are you guys pretty close? Um, yeah, we're, we're fairly close. So my, I'm the youngest of four. It's okay. Sarah, Seth, Stephen, and Sam. My parents were very uh, smart doing that, but yeah, um, yeah, with the S's. He, he's the, he's the oldest brother. So he's uh, oh, wow. five years older than I am. So okay, cool. That's, I, I love hearing, I love hearing like siblings. Obviously I, I have four kids. I love hearing about siblings, friendships that are really, really close and that they last through the ages. So, yeah. um, what I guess this is what I would ask you. You know, they, they've come out now, and it feels like it's kind of damage control. Um, oh no, wait! I want to ask something else first. Do you feel <laughs> like their? Do you feel like their presentation of what the show was going to be changed? Like meaning from four years ago to what it was to like in in July and August. No, hundred percent. Yeah, I remember like hearing for the first time that they had you know, taking the rights and they bought the rights. They were planning to do this. Like I, I remember like seeing a Facebook post and tagging all my family and stuff like, like this is going to be awesome. We're going to watch it together and just being pumped for it. But then it just took so long and you almost kind of forget about it. And honestly, mm -hmm. I remembered it again because I started listening to you guys and you guys were doing your investigating. And I was like, okay, I'm getting pumped for this again. Like mm -hmm. this is great. And then, yeah, early, you know, just a couple months before they, they released the show. They started changing things, like kind of put it out there that things were changing. And then just some of the press release that they did. And it's yeah. just like, it seems like they, they switched from, you know, their early shots of like, you know, it all begins with a map and trying to make it like, right. you know, right. putting things on Tolkien's birthday and stuff like that. Right. And then now it just seems like he's not even 
like he's he's not mentioned in any of their their social media posts or anything. Right. It doesn't seem like they're trying to do any justice towards him at all. Because they're making my, up their own thing. Yeah, yeah. So my my biggest problem has been like trying to figure out when that shifted, how it shifted, why it shifted. But I guess yeah. it doesn't even really matter at this point. But like it seemed like we we talked about it for for months on end. This it's like like you said, posting thing on Tolkien's birthday, posting things that were, you know, like quotes of Tolkien's that looked that seemed anyway, like they were knowledgeable about, at least in, from my perspective, way more knowledgeable than I was like far more knowledgeable than I was, which always gives me like hope and excitement. Right. And because I think about, I think about the, the Jackson films, they were fans and they, hired fans and they fi- they hired experts yeah. like they hired these people who knew the world i was just again i'm watching the appendices in the background right now they were talking about how on set on set and this sounds this is gonna sound like an old guy dude for sure 100 but <laughs> like the actors would walk around with copies of the lord of the rings they would walk yeah. around and it was it was ian mckellen who went to sean astin and said now remember they're gonna look mm-hmm. when they were in rivendell yep, yep, yep. they're gonna look for you to grab Frodo's hand. hand, yeah. So make sure that you do that because fans, and it was that suggestion that made that moment where you see it. It connect. It, like I remember watching it in the theater, being like, "Wow, that's incredible!" I didn't even realize what I was seeing, and then going reading the books and being like, "Oh my gosh, that's straight from the words." And the way that that, I don't know, the, the way that that um, connects seamlessly as a fan, it's it's thrilling, right? Because you can yeah. you can deal yeah. with some things that are liberties, right? But like when, the more they appeal to the actual, the words of the author, it just feels so much more lived. It feels so much more adapted. And I feel like that's been kind of missing. And so anyway, all that to say, I, I've been really perplexed by this whole overemphasis on Tolkien. And I've even, I saw a clip recently of one of the showrunners saying back to the book, back to the book, back to the book. And I'm like, <laughs> at what point did they go back to the book? Like it, it wasn't to say, Hey, we're going to change this. We're going to change this. We're going to change this because that's kind of like what it's felt like in a certain sense. So I guess all that to say, what could they do in season two? Because they've come out with to bring you back, baby, <laughs> Sorry. to bring you back because they've come out. No, that's exactly what I'm going to ask us. Okay. Because okay. They've come out with this article saying season two is going to be canonical. It's going to be, what people were hoping for in season one, which to me just seems like the dumbest thing you could possibly say. Like at least for people who were actually fans prior, like it just doesn't seem like a smart play because it's, it's a self admission. It's admitting guilt. It's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, we, we didn't do anything canonical first season. We didn't play to you guys at the beginning, but we're coming back for you. Don't worry. We don't want to lose you. So we're going to change some things up to, to try and get you back. What would they have to do to get you excited for this show again? Other than like making Galadriel wake up from a dream. Someone messaged me that. <laughs> the only thing that can change me now is Galadriel. I, I, I got to remember the person's name. I can't. But they said if Galadriel, if season two opened with Galadriel looking out of her mirror and Celeborn saying, what did you see, dear? And, he, and she says, I saw what would have happened if I would have given into vengeance with Sauron. And I was like, oh, shoot, that's like awesome. So what would what would win you back, I guess? Yeah, I think it'd be pretty hard at this point just because they've laid such a foundation that unless they didn't yeah. completely scrap, I wouldn't be very uh, in- intrigued in some of the, the story arcs. But I think 
first of all, like, Celeborn has to be a part of it for season two. And, and I don't want to hear any excuses about how they, they pushed away, but, I mean, Galadriel's character has to change drastically for me to be interested because if they're going to, if they're going to ride that ship, ride Galadriel as main character and, and, you know, this, this vengeance tour that she's on, she can't do that with Celeborn. With, with Celeborn in the same mm. way. Like what we, we mm. see in the text. Now they are apart from each other for a very long time. We see that happen, you know, throughout the Silmarillion as well. But at the same time, like they are still married. They still have a relationship. I want to see what that's like. I want to see, I want to see their daughter. I want to see, you know, the, the, just the actual lore that Tolkien had created the genealogies for, for some of those elves. Um, because I think they just kind of gloss over, the importance of family in that, which is weird mm. because they emphasize it so much with Durin and Visa, which is great. I think, I mean, if, if there's anything good about this show, I, I, I loved a Durin. And even though Disa mm-hmm. is a made up character, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the kids. I thought it was yeah. fun. Yeah. I, did, I could get, I could get around that, but it seems like they're emphasizing, emphasizing family in places where like Tolkien didn't do. And, and, yeah. and I'm just curious as to why, why do you change his character and, and focus on family? For something else, and I mean, it's definitely been it, it's it's an interesting paradox. It's definitely been a theme too that, or at least a trait that we've seen, right? Of overemphasizing characters they've created versus characters yeah. that are true to like Tolkien's lore, right? Which is just sort of, yeah. I mean, I guess I understand. It just reeks of like them wanting to, I don't know, get praise for something they created instead. Which just is is strange to me. I don't know, but um, yeah, um, I think those are all fair points. So, what would they? I don't know. So they'd have to drastically change Galadriel for this. For this, I mean, I even honestly feel like, as a fan, she's got to have some kind of other dimension to her, especially after this, mm-hmm. to remain any kind of like. I love. I loved her at first. I loved her at first. And I know that we, we talked after first couple seasons or first couple episodes. And, and I think, I think you were one of the first people who called in and was brave enough to call in and say, like, I'm not agreeing with you guys at all. I remember this. Um, but like, I had kind of liked her at the beginning, but she hasn't changed at all. It's been the same kind of almost like she's been the architect of Mordor herself. Like her decisions she's made has, have been, have almost shaped Hobrand slash, Sauron. It's just, it's so interesting to me that, that we can like put her as a hero when she's, I don't know many good things that she's done. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that just isn't the the character that at least I got when, you know, reading through the film really, and even seeing Galadriel in Lord of the Rings, I think they really emphasize and they're trying to capitalize on that temptation that she had in uh, Lothlorien with Frodo right, yeah, taking yeah. everything that Gladriel is right now and shoving it in what we saw for that 10 seconds. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think there's, there, it's okay to do that to an extent. Like I think there is, I mean, power is incredibly tempting, right? Yeah. It's addictive. It's, it's like, okay, yeah, we, we see what it does to people and in reality. And I, and I get that, but I don't know. She just kind of steamrolls characters across the entire show and, and we're supposed to like her. I don't, I don't get that. She's supposed yeah. to be wise and yet she's so reckless and yet, well, she's a young elf, but yet she's still thousands of years old. Like and right, she has, right. somehow she has this level of esteem with everybody else who sees her in the show. And yet she hasn't gained that from anything that we've seen because everything yeah. she's done has been incredibly reckless. And so 
don't know. It just seems like there's a lot of contradictions with her character that I'm like, we could have avoided a lot of this. Um, now, but Samuel, let me let me just real quickly point out. <laughs> I've been, been, I'm, I'm sure people. I'm sure. I'm, yeah, I went. I went the full name. I, and I just, I just wanted to say. Now, you and Seth. All right. I want to know. Have you guys? Have you guys been watching again? The Gospel of Payne and McKay. They are laying down to you guys. <laughs> this is what happened. Okay. So, I mean, take. We all got to take our medicine, right? I don't know who they conferred with, but this is how these things were formed. Uh, like there was a veil. Uh, uh, in front of us, right, and in, in, uh, over our eyes, we now can see clearly. Okay, so I just I know it sucks, and I know it's it's tough to swallow, but uh, they're laying it out here, and this is the truth. I my favorite thing to do with Lane sometimes was like, did you know oh Waldrig? Did you know Waldrig turned the key? <laughs> no, no, you didn't. Neither did Tolkien. They'll text me all the time and be like, Lane, you knew this, but did you know? Yeah, 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 my favorite, yeah. My favorite quote from them actually has been that it was in the. I, I, it's have you found it fascinating too? How many articles they've had, like the release in the past like three or four weeks. Oh Peyton yeah. McKay. They, they've had they had one where they were answering uh, um, fan criticisms, and the first three were absolute like softballs. They weren't even real. They were like jokey. It was like, why are the elves' hair short? Like it wasn't even a real thing. Yeah, like it was just yeah. kind of a popular one or like a, maybe a common one. But um, one of their answers was, oh, why, why is Galadriel in Numenor? And they were like, well, Tolkien didn't say she didn't go to Numenor. And yeah, like, buddy. Dang, that is, that's <laughs> yeah, dangerous. Guys. That's like, well, yeah. Also you didn't hear, Tol- you didn't hear Galadriel's stance on nuclear weapons in the war in. Dang straight. Belagir, right. You know what I'm saying? Like you could say oh, that <laughs> yeah. that's a, that's a dangerous road to go down because then you're, you're saying literally, well, we can take any liberties that Tolkien didn't mention. And that's, that's kind of going in contradiction to what they said, what the whole pillars, like we're going to keep mm-hmm. these pillars in place and we're going to work around them. And so that was kind of, um, well, Hey, what's wild. Yeah, so, sorry to jump in, but like, so Mike, when he was talking about, um, how they've been working with different people from the estate and how, how that maybe is yeah. some of that right yeah. bit get, getting there. That's shocking. You know, I, I cause I well, agree with everybody in yeah. terms of like, I do think there are things that they are obviously inspired by and they're pulling these characters. I mean, they didn't just make up the character, you know, like, so like they made up a lot of characters. Sorry. People are like, hold on a second right. there as they have made up a whole <laughs> lot of characters, <laughs> but like, but, but, but some of them, uh, your main pillar is like, yeah, we know them from the trilogy and different stuff like that. But it is crazy to think that they did have a lot of experts in yeah. people in on this. And then the other big thing is I do wonder because I know we lay a lot of this at their feet. I saw an article uh, talking about studio and actually Lottie was on this podcast talking with one of the screenwriters um, or a, a screenwriter who talks a lot about studio interference and just what. Yeah they might have got their, themselves into. And, and I don't know if any of that's true. We'll never probably know. No one ever talks about really yeah, yeah. who said what behind scenes or whatever. But it's crazy to think that it's been such a different story. Okay, than, so I have, yeah. as I have a question, can you look up yeah. what year Christopher Tolkien died? Sure. Because I'm, I can't remember if he died during the rights acquisition to this because – I think if Christopher Tolkien's alive still, and maybe even not, maybe if he's like, so, you know, 2020, uh, a little... January, January 16, 2020. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 16, they have the rights for it. 
they okay, started so filming the day after he died. Okay, so there you go. There you go, guys. Like, this is just all coming together now. I know that Simon Tolkien has been very open to, and I think I, I, think I really kind of, uh, I, I sort of scarred uh, Mike for a second because I'm pretty, I'm like 99% sure that Simon Tolkien was one of the grandsons or great-grandsons or whatever who was hanging around at the Hobbit production. And Mike was like, Oh geez. And Simon has, is one who is very open to adaptation. He's one to serious consultant. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's not, he's not as guarded as obviously like Christopher was, or even some of the other, I don't even know all the members of the Tolkien estate, but Christopher was very important. He was Tolkien's editor. He like was, was he the youngest son of Tolkien? I can't remember, but he worked really, really closely with him. Um, with his father's work finished, he, you know, his, his father trusted him yep. to finish yep. and, and piece together parts of the Silmarillion and, and stories that were left unfinished. And so, um, that's all coming together now that they acquired the white rights, but they waited. Cause you know, it was, it was a really, even with COVID happening, it was a really long build up to the show actually happening. Yep. So the fact that you said that they, they waited until he was gone to start filming makes is making a lot of sense. So the collaboration no, with the Tolkien I, I, estate. I'm not sure about that. I just I feel like I remember seeing. Like, no, yeah, that. I mean, no, 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 that black area. Yeah, no, 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 no. I won't shoot you with that arrow. Absolutely, I just it, it makes sense <laughs> to me that that would someone who was the the last like guard of the Tolkien estate, like seriously, when he disappears, that they kind of. Because Christopher Tolkien was notorious for like he hated the trilogy, he he didn't like yeah. what Peter Jackson did with the films. Even though you you hear Peter Jackson talk and you're like, wow, especially for the not for the Hobbit so much, but for the trilogy, he was he was um, his sole focus was to and I, you know, again listening to the appendices, they talked about several times where they thought about kind of veering away from Tolkien's work or adding stuff in, and every single time they 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 um kept themselves accountable by like, now this doesn't work. We got to come back. We got to come back, come back, come back to the, to the source material. So it's just really interesting how this, I feel like we were sold one thing at the beginning, long story short, I feel like we were sold one thing at the beginning and we kind of like right before the show came out, got pitched a different angle. And it seems like it's just been sort of, you know, liberties have been taken. You feel like you were lied to lane. I mean, I didn't even know I was being lied to as that's the thing. Like I didn't even know until I watched a different, different interpretation of what could have, of what could have been. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, you yeah, watch that Tolkien untangled video, thing, that dude. series of videos, and it'll mess you up, man. It'll, <laughs> yeah. You'll never see this. We're going to do a, We're going to do a special again. episode on that. That's definitely going to be Gosh, coming down the line. As I have to protect you at all costs, man. You can't, you can't see that. <laughs> yeah. We can't you lose can't my, watch that. Come on. No, that would tear the show in two. I mean, actually, it would just it would solidify us into this dark lord <laughs> who would, you know, be just okay. raging against the the rings okay. of power. <laughs> no, I, I made it really dark. I got to come back. So, Sam, have you and Seth been in your podcast? Have you been covering the show? Have you guys been talking about this? We have a little bit. So we okay. tried like so we did one episode off the first two episodes that came and okay. talked about it. Spent about an hour talking about it, and okay. we just kind of decided like. It, and I mean, you can give it a listen if you want and get your own yeah. opinions on it, but we just kind of both felt so negative and gross after talking about it. We're like, we don't want to do this. Like we don't want to just crap on something every week if we don't like it, because there are people out there who love it. And 
you know, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm happy for them. Like, you know, I personally don't understand it myself, but if you're enjoying it, great. Like if it introduced you to Tolkien, great. But so we've been taking kind of a segment to be like, Hey, if there's anything that stood out to you in the last couple episodes, mention that, but then we just jump into some of the lore. Unfortunately, we've been very, very busy with both of us. And so we haven't been able to do weekly podcasts like we were kind of hoping to when we originally started, but we're diving into Numenor right now and just kind of looking at the history of Numenor and That's this cool. episode will be on all the Numenorian kings and kind of the, the bloodline of everything, how that looked to, and eventually hopefully get to, you know, how Sauron actually came to Numenor and uh, what he did there too. Cause what we found is like, there's a, a whole bunch of religion in Numenor based off of like, I mean, yeah, the faithful, they kind of mentioned in the show, but like, like they were actually like religious ceremonies for Ilavatar, for Eru Ilavatar. And like, mm. it just brings a whole different type of interaction that we don't really see in, in any of like the adaptations of Tolkien. Wow. World. There's no like actual religion. And maybe that's, right. I thought that's kind of what they were going to do with the mystics. Like this was going to be like a religious cult, but mm. obviously I think they're gone now. I don't know, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, right. I, you know, so that's something I'm excited to dive into um, with Seth a little bit later on, just to kind of get an understanding of, because they did worship Eru, and then Sauron comes along, and he pretty much tells them like he just he feeds them all these lies, and then they end up, end up sacrificing people um, mm. on his behalf, like actually sacrificing, right? You know, yeah. actual men, and then you know these the the then the fall of Numenor starts happening, but Sauron's standing in the front of the meteor shower and doesn't die. And so everyone starts worshiping Sauron because they're like, oh, he must be a god. And so mm. if, if all this stuff happens in the show, second season, boom, I'm in. Like, bring it to mm. me. I'm all for it. I'd love to mm. see Halbrand jump back in there because I thought his acting was decent. You know, I'd love to see that kind of yeah. happen again. But some part of me just doesn't believe I'm going to get that. It's a long, yeah, you hit long shot. Yeah, I, I, I love it. And I honestly, I love that 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 approach too. I like to think that it's something as and I would do as well. If like we both were, you know, I mean, I don't know, like just this the approach of like, if you're not covering it out of respect to people who are having a good time, I think that that's, it's admirable. I think a lot of people don't, they don't care about people who are having a good time with the show. And that's something we, we need yeah. to consider because we all get into like, we all get in the middle earth different ways too. And like, there's no, yeah. there's no wrong way, man. Yeah. If you're into Tolkien, it's a, I feel like I'm talking about religion, but if you're into Tolkien, it's a good thing. You know what I mean? Like that's a, <laughs> yeah. that's a yeah. good thing. Whatever drives you into what he created. Cause honestly, I feel like it drives you to something even greater, but um, mm-hmm. tell everyone your, your podcast one more time so that people can, can yeah. go listen to you guys. Yeah. It's the well-earned comforts podcast uh, based off of that idea of, you know, Marion Pippin sitting on the wall of yep. guard after, right. uh, you know, well in comfort. <laughs> salted and, pork is particularly I, good. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Seth and I yeah. both, like, he's he's a personal trainer as well as a marriage. Like, we both believe in, like, just pushing ourselves physically and, and earning any kind of comforts that we get, whether it's in life mm-hmm. responsibility. So it's just kind of tied in that way, too, where, you know, whether it's physically training. Um, my wife and I are training for a half marathon right now. And, uh, or if it's just spiritually training, being a being a better husband, father for him. I don't have mm. kids yet, but he's got a little girl. You know, just whatever we do, these comforts that we get, they're well earned. It's nothing that we just that's cool, man. For, so. 
Wow. Hey, let me just say real quick. First of all, I got, I've had on the screen for a while. I've had uh, well-earned comforts up here. So, so folks who want to, you know, if you're listening, you want to go check it out. Yeah, go, I've got it up here for you guys. And also just as you were, when you first popped on, I I wanted to follow you guys over on, on Twitter. Uh, And Seth is killing it. The, The world, let's see the world. That's uh, let's see. Teaching the world that strength is for everyone. Let's go, baby. Yeah. Like, Yes. Sir. Hey, you know what? Hey, hold on. I read a review about Seth, and I heard there were a couple of shills for Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> couple of shills, man. Oh man, he's gonna he's nail. That's... Isn't, it, isn't it awesome when you podcast and you hear some of the things that people write about you, and it's just like, oh my gosh, what in the world? Dude, we what should we should leave a review on their like... podcast. Yeah, I heard Seth's a major <laughs> shill for this show. Just get him, get him raging out, get him fired up to go in there and work out in the morning. You know what I mean? He's like, that's it. That's it. Uh, another set. It. I love it. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. I think maybe, hey, maybe gonna... in the future, yeah, in the future, maybe we need to have a collab or something. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Do like a crossover hey, we, episode. We'd, we'd absolutely love it. Yeah, we'd That'd be cool, man. Love it. We're we're just some humble uh, humble hobbits like you all, and definitely just doing it for the fun of it. I mean, like I mentioned before too, it's just an opportunity for Seth and I to get together and talk. We yeah. we both that's moved from our families a year and a half ago and he's in michigan i'm in kentucky yeah like we both moved here not knowing anybody so it's just our way of connecting with one another yeah. and, and staying close and prioritizing family so but I'm, awesome. hey, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna jump off here yeah. my wife is sleeping in the other room and i'm ready to <laughs> there you go get in there i probably kept you guys up late too so all right brother hey, uh, appreciate all you guys do. absolutely been praying for vigo as well hope he's doing thank all you right. man thank um, you very much she is yeah. yep yep Awesome. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful night. You too. Thanks, awesome. Sam. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, Sam. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Sam wow. Wise. Talking Sam Wise. Wise. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, Damn. that was great. I and I'm so glad he did call in early on because I was like, and I've mm-hmm. seen, I've been seeing I've been featuring a lot of their what they say in the chat over on uh just the YouTube too, because yeah, it's good stuff. Yep. I mean, it's really I think yep. it's um I think like you said, Dude. so I almost made the joke that like, you know, we, we were talking about like, well, it's Tolkien. We're all getting back into Tolkien. It's it's sort of like, you know, the Baptist church has so many denominations. They all get along, sort of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Somehow they all get along. Some of them believe in church on Saturday. Some are washing feet this day or that day. You know what I mean? So, Dude, I mean, you think about think about the United States of America. How how do we exist? I have no like, idea. There are so many. There are so many different. Viewpoints. I mean, you could even take a global approach and think about how in the world do we not like destroy each other? You, know, you think about like the modern day, like there's so many things going on, so many, so much hatred. And like a lot of times people do destroy each other, but like we're the, the globe is still around, you know, like the human race is still here. And um, anyway, yeah, no, I, 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 I think about those conversations that Andrew and Sam they're on opposite ends, of the, opposite ends of the spectrum, right? That they've been having in that chat. Yeah. And I saw it watching our, our videos back on, on repeat. And it's a beautiful thing, man, to be able to disagree and not like to not lose the aspect of kindness and respect. I mean, like yeah. it, it is yeah. whether you're enjoying the show or not enjoying the show and all the different degrees in between, like we're all fans of this thing. Otherwise we wouldn't be watching so we yeah. got to take care of each other. Like yeah. we got to be kind to each other. And that and people are doing that at least within our, like our friends group. And right. Right. Uh, it just makes me, it makes me feel really encouraged, man. Big time. No, it is yeah, people. Somebody said that in our, our Facebook group the other day, they're like, you know, I'm really happy that this is a place where, 
you know, you're not going to get blasted, you know, because that was the I remember no. at, the, at the beginning, like we were like, look, if you are a fan of this and you like this, don't be afraid to say that. We said that mm-hmm. from the get go. We also then went on yeah, to sort of say, hey, don't you, you're not a you're not going to be put in some category just because you don't like the show. And you're, we're not going to start right. calling people names and stuff because they don't like it. It's crazy. You're such a lane. You're, you're such a lane, lane hey, dude. We got, we got late caller, late caller coming in here. Here we go. Hold on. Here we go. Brian Higgins. Oh, let's Six, go. Press one. Descend. Okay, I, I heard the name and it's, it's spoiler alert. This is Brian Higgins. Right? Yeah, that's right, man. How's it going, Brian, dude? I, I can't believe what. Dude, but this is for you, man. This I don't know awesome. if you noticed that, but that that eleven o'clock extension was for you, brother. <laughs> now listen, yeah, I gotta. I got to say something. First of all, I got to thank you. Cause we've never talked in person. We've only communicated via messenger. Um, yeah. thank you so much for all those years ago, sending us that Gondorian flag, yeah. that American flag that you flew in a warthog on a, on a mission. And, uh, anytime you see the Gondorian flag flying in the Shire, it's, it's that flag. And then also I wanted to ask you that, that American flag, can I unfold that and fly that in my house? Is that like I don't oh, know yeah, protocol? Absolutely. Okay, because I wanted to, I no, was gonna no, no, please. I was gonna message you around the fourth, and I couldn't find the flag. I had it buried in a box in the garage, and I found it like this past weekend. And I'm like, man, I gotta get that thing up and flying to honor honor what Brian did for us. So, dude, welcome to the show, man. Uh, Brian's been around a long time, uh, an amazing man. Go check him out. And the only the only thing wrong with him is he's a Yankees fan. Oh, I yeah. can't believe I'm going to ask you this. What happened in the game, dude? Is it Guardians or Yankees? Um, well, tonight they rained out. Oh, they didn't play? They didn't end up playing? No, they didn't play. Oh, oh my gosh. The drama is – Oh, the drama's postponed. Oh, my gosh, because that's my team going against your team, dog. I know. It's, it's big. You guys are playing great, and we are playing with no life. Um, I, I mean, I'll take so it. Anytime, the, anytime the Yankees play with no life, I'm a little bit giddy. It's it's pretty it's pretty exciting for <laughs> yeah. me. But I love you, dude. Okay, yeah, so I mean, what what? I mean, you, I mean, whoever I guess they transferred all that life from New York Giants, but uh, <laughs> neither here nor there. Yeah, dude, what have you thought of the show? Tell us all your thoughts. We want to hear it all. Yeah, um, so I've been listening to all these because um, I've been. I've been watching the show every week uh, whenever my wife isn't really around. She's not really into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she watches the movies. She likes the movies. But uh, mm-hmm. I try to get her on the show. And she's like, too many names, jumping around yeah. too much. And like, oh, yeah. okay, I guess that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been watching it whenever. And for, I mean, first of all, holy crap. I mean, I'm actually on the show. This is crazy. Like like you said, I've been around for forever. Like, yeah. I, think I'm, I mentioned this a long time ago, and you read my story. But, man, you guys did a lot for me when I was uh, – you know, by myself for a year in mm. Korea, and I had no idea what a podcast was. I'm literally in the in the gym for the first time. Um, got nobody, still jet lagged beyond belief, and I'm like in the sauna afterwards. I'm like I'm scrolling podcasts. Like, I don't know what podcast is. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'm I'm reading Lord of the Rings again. I'll see what they got here. And honestly, like, don't change your logo ever because it was your logo <laughs> that, that dropped me. In. It's like, yeah, <laughs> this is a really cool logo. I'll try this. And like you had just started the book too. Like oh my gosh. Dang. Like way back. So I'm like, this is perfect. And been listening ever since, guys. I mean, this is just really Dude, weird Brian, for me to wow. actually, like talking to you guys. 
Dude, this is amazing. And speaking speaking of looks, like not, not to not to not to poo poo on our logo, but go check Brian out. The dude's a physical specimen. Yeah, I mean, if you want to know what a man of Numenor looks like, right? <laughs> it's Brian Higgins, fellas and ladies. <laughs> Let me tell you, he is he is an at like the fact that he was listening to us in the sauna after the gym does not surprise me. Yeah, watch out whatsoever. Now. Right? <laughs> like we need to we need to get you on season two, bro. For sure. Um, I don't know how it would <laughs> probably interfere with stuff in your personal life, but or professional life too is, but yes. Okay. So early, I mean, that's, that's crazy. I didn't even realize that you had listened to this that early on. I mean, that's, that's why. Yeah, I mean, what was it? Summer of 18. When did you guys actually start? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah like Jan- January, January 18. Yeah. So yeah. really, that's okay. really early okay. on. Yeah. That's pretty, a little late part of there, but still. Like, Not, no, that's, it was just like yeah. two buddies catching up and I was like, this is, these are my kind of guys. Dude, oh, that's awesome. That's, man. Wild, that's man. awesome. So it's, it's really kind of surreal to be talking to you guys. Uh, I think I actually went to Columbus, Ohio a couple years back. It was just oh. like one night. Like maybe, maybe I'll rent a car and drive over, but it was maybe a bridge too far. Um, I should have done it though, but here, uh, I, here we are talking. So yeah, the show. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been listening to everybody pretty much sharing everyone's thoughts. Like there's obviously things I love and things I'm not too happy with. Like, mm. I guess we'll start with the things I haven't been too happy with. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the pacing is kind of, it's off. I'm not going to say it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. off, I guess. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just, just a little bit off. Obviously, like, I'm not a lore master whatsoever. I don't know. You know, I tried to Silmarillion once like we all did. And, mm-hmm. uh, right. <laughs> Bless us. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have done that as an eighth grader. Um, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, so I don't know all that stuff. I mean, but I do know like things like okay, I know Gandalf didn't show up till the third age. So yeah, um, right. sorry, sorry, as if, if it does end up being uh, Gandalf, I'll be a little disappointed. That's all right. <laughs> yep, I hear it. I hear you. As will still I mean, be excited. It's, it's, it's okay. Yeah, I mean the 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 writing's kind of on the wall for that. But hey, I mean maybe they they bring him back. Uh, maybe they do like a one for one swap with Celeborn. You know. Oh yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about? They yeah. could do that. They, you sure? they could make it happen. They didn't. Right. Yeah. Tolkien didn't say that that didn't happen. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's go down that that line of thought. Oh my God. Anything's possible. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah. I mean, so it's a little stuff like that. But overall, I'm like, you know, like like we've all kind of come to terms to love, love it for what it is. Yeah. Um, it's still more Tolkien I get to watch. It's still a show that I enjoy watching. Yeah. Um, which is kind of few and far between nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, even like good shows, like, sorry, as again, um, I try, I've been kind of watching Andor and I, I think I missed a couple episodes, but I'm still try, struggling to get through that one. Really? I, I understand it's good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah. I do. I understand. Yeah. I understand it's good. Like, the, the quality of it, like, everything about it is just screen mm. Rogue One quality, which is mm. top yeah. tier. That is top tier. So like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, maybe I just need to watch it all the way through, but. Um, but I'm not with Ring Power. Like all, I'm like all in. So yeah, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm psyched for season two. I think they laid some great found, uh, foundation. So the stuff I do love, like obviously the cinematography, uh, the design, what is involved. Mm. So that's always mm. awesome. Um, mm. Question about the design because they seem to kind of at first they're like we're not related to the trilogy whatsoever. It is something yeah. new, but but okay, the Balrog is identical. Right. Okay. So, um, Brian, I've, we all saw we all we I'll all keep saw going. Yes. Yes. And what was there's another one like stuff's identical for the trilogy. 
Well, even Sauron looks really, really. Sauron looks really, really similar. Yeah, like I, I've seen someone do a, um, like they they highlighted the the shadows of that um, that one shot of that we got of him in the prologue, and even like the detailing on his, like the mat, the the helmet is different. There's more spikes and stuff, but the de- detailing on the mask on the helmet is very, very similar. So that was something that we, I, I think I brought this up maybe last week, two weeks ago or something. I was like, I'm confused on how much involvement like it's so weird that weta has been if you if you go on social media look at instagram weta has been posting about the show they've been saying we're yeah, thrilled think- we're thrilled and honored to have been involved to you know in producing swords and armor and pieces for the show but i haven't seen amazon post about weta one time it's the weirdest thing no. like it, it goes with the whole um like the whole knowledge or whatever, or the approach of the showrunners. It's, it's very like, I'm confused. I'm confused about the rights. I'm confused about the, the, the words of the showrunners. And I'm confused about like the involvement of Weta. I don't know if it was something that was cobbled together or if it was something that like they knew wouldn't last past season one. Cause now they're, they're mo- they've moved production to the UK. So I'm like, oh, they're going to have to rebuild everything. Like the, it's a totally different, infrastructure but you think that you would highlight something like that you would be proud of the fact that and then it even goes from the whole thing of it they, they contacted peter jackson at first and then they were like apparently ghosted him or didn't contact him or weren't allowed to contact him so i'm, a, I'm with you on that i don't understand exactly what's going on there but you're right no, narsal I mean, yeah identical i mean i'm not against it. i'm like okay these are kind of like either these are cool easter eggs or these right. are like breadcrumbs to like you know, maybe season how many they do in five? Like, yeah, five we see Lendl, we see a Lendo suited up in the full suit of armor we see in the prologue, and that yeah. would blow people's minds. Yeah, like, I would love for them to do that. But yeah, they're moving to England. That's kind of for UK. Um, that'd be that'd be interesting. Um, other stuff I'm loving is, I mean, everyone everyone talks about Elrond and Durin. Um, that's been fantastic. Yeah, um, and I think the, the best dialogue I think I had. I, I, I like wrote it down. I was like, I need to talk about this. It was, um, I think Elrond is talking about his father and it was like this great piece of exposition mm, about yeah. Renville, you know, becoming the star and right. But it wasn't just exposition to be exposition. It was like a friend comforting a friend. Hmm. Yeah. Also. So it was like this, ex, like the three corded rope of exposition, character development and a relationship, a relationship development. I was like, wow. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Wow. That yeah. was like, you know, sold me on that one. Right, right. And then, yeah. And then pretty much everything else everyone's been liking I have. Um, I was okay with Alendo and Lysildor having some tension because, you know, he's basically a teenager. Like, what teenager isn't, like, resentful for right, father? Right, father true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what father isn't, like, why aren't you more like me? And the guy's already lost a son and a wife, which we all find out about. And then they have to, then, then they, they build to that moment. So, you know, it's five seasons. We've got a long time. If, if all the character, characters are likable from the beginning, like that's not very fun for anybody. Right. That's true. So it's yeah. good to see some development. Even, even, even Galadriel's become more and more likable. I think I, mm. I agree with the criticism at the beginning. Like I think she could have grown in other ways. So we didn't have to deal with so many people's fair character being kind of, kind of unlikable at the beginning. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm absolutely uh, stoked for season two for sure. Um, I think they're going to probably 
my theory is that they're going to go and kind of step away from L's for a little bit and focus on the dwarves and the forging and everything in season two. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You got to bounce around and hit those rings of power, right? Yeah. You've got to sort of, uh, yeah. this is about the, that we've seen the three. So yeah. Have them go work on other ones and people, you know, they, they want their own. That's a, okay. Yeah. You, so you said that you like uh, Durin and uh, Elrond's relationship. Do you have a favorite character so far in this in this show, Brian? Yeah, favorite character. Um, I think it's probably Elrond. I think the guy who plays him. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he looks like Neil Patrick Harris. That's fine. Like, <laughs> what's his name? Dude, I've heard I people call I mean, him Doogie Doogie Elrond. Like like because he yeah. looks like Doogie Hauser. But yes, okay. Wow. I think, I think I think he's doing a great job. Like I think he's like kind of. I don't think he. I don't think they mean for him to be like the audience, but I think he's kind of like oh, the yeah. tissue between most of the other characters. I think he's wow. kind of the only character who interacts with almost everybody. I could be wrong in that one, but that's kind of how I've seen him. And he, he's kind of like this level-headed um, guy with a lot of, you know, empathy for everyone else around him. It's like okay. Yeah, so I like him a lot. We definitely get that relatability from him, and that wisdom comes through, right? That we can see that developing into wisdom later on. That he's, you know, he's not rash with the dwarves. He's not. Um, he understands Galadriel. He also tries to understand Gilgalad. Yeah, you're right. He's kind of this this middleman who's relating the story to us. I didn't think about it that that way, but it, it's totally true. Um, yeah, and I said early on, I was like, I was thrown off at first at how he looked because he looked so different from, you know, like, well, like we, we, like you talked about, some of the stuff looks spot on from the film trilogy, and some stuff looks totally different. And and Elrond is one of those cases that Robert Aramayo looks kind of different from Hugo Weaving, obviously. And then even just um, early on, they had talked about like we want it to fit in. I swear we talked about this. Maybe not. Maybe I'm having Mandela effect on our own. <laughs> on our own episodes, but I swear we talked about them coming out and saying, we want it to fit in perfectly to the trilogy. That was one of the, one of the pitches we got early on that got us all excited. Um, but he has made me like have to stop and think and go, Oh yeah. Hugo weaving also plays Elrond. Like that's how much I have loved his, his version of Elrond. I mean, I know that some people haven't liked it, but I'm, I'm with you on that. Like I've really liked Elrond, someone who I can watch and go, all right, I'm in. It would take someone else pointing something out for me to go. Oh, okay, I don't know about that. Like I, my my gut is to trust that interpretation of that character. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I mean, and I would love to listen to everyone else talk about this. And like, I mean, because we all have so much. We bring so much to Tolkien besides yeah. what he brings to it already. So we we bring ourselves, and it's really cool to listen to other people and how they they're viewing this stuff. Obviously, like. Yeah the home runs like Durin and, and Elrond and yeah. Durin and his wife's relationship has been, that was awesome. I wish we got more of that. Yeah. 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 And that's kind of, that's going down a dark road, but that'll be fun to watch. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's definitely going down to like, yeah, this kingdom is going to be ours or yours someday. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's going to be dark real, real, well, real quick. But, and, and I guess just real yeah. quick, cause one of the things that we were talking about is like, um, we were talking just with uh, Sam there about, you know, is it a Tolkien show or is it just he was even saying once he got to the point where he was like, ah, I'm not so sure about this, but he was like, is it entertaining? Is it is there something about it that, that could keep him entertained? I feel like, yeah, that's if there's if it's if the Tolkien bits aren't going to get it for you, 
then maybe there is something if they can tell a more compelling, I thought it was compelling, but you know, for other people, uh, a more compelling story with Disa in, in Durin, uh, mm-hmm. down that line that I, I think people are, there's a hook at least there and you're, you're intrigued. You're like, all right, what's, what's going to happen with them? The Belrogs woke up or something, or maybe they're gonna drop a few more leaves on him. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, he went back to sleep for a second, but anyway, I, you know, people are going <laughs> to be following that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would wake me up. Hey, Annalise made a great point on uh, around the fire on Friday. She was like, "They gotta mine the, they have to mine the um the mithril first. Yeah, they gotta get it, right?" I didn't even t- I'm like, she's so, like Annalise's lore knowledge is crazy. She was like, "They they gotta get this stuff first because I mean those those links on Frodo's unless we just throw that out the window. Those links on Bilbo and Frodo's mail has to come from somewhere. So mm-hmm. we we can't see him make carnage yet but like it is such a big part of the fellowship of the ring like going to moria seeing it in ruin and then being confronted by the belrog at the end that so cool to see kind of where that's going to go the downfall of moria it will will be huge yeah yeah i mean they've done something like that before i mean the end of the first hobbit movie like now goes into his eyes he wakes up yeah he's awake but no not really right yeah Yeah, maybe it's true remember what's down here remember what's going to happen Right. Yeah. 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 Dang. Yeah. Brian, this is, this is golden stuff, that's, man. That's good. Hey, just real quick yeah. while we're on the bell rock, if you guys don't mind, um, everyone's talking in the chat as to whether or not they can talk. Uh, Megan brought Ooh. this up and was talking about how, and I, Corey's going back and forth. They're talk- this is one of the elements of the, of the Hobbit hotline. I've loved is people on here talking about um, just whether or not they, they, spoke or is there something nonverbal going on or, or what the, you know, the whole, the whole deal. I thought it was kind of funny. And I thought it's you know, interesting to think about them, uh, you know, talking because they're, you know, kind of those Maiar level beings that were corrupted mm-hmm. and, and turned by Morgoth. And so uh, they're intelligent. They're, they're not just these big, bad monsters. I just thought it was sort of funny if we heard one of them start speaking, I don't, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, I think, and like some crazy voice actor from left field, like, you know, I guess they just got him for the Mario movie, but Jack Black, that'd be crazy. You know? yeah. Oh, like, my. Gosh. <laughs> I was just going to say, who, who would you cast as a Bell Rock? Jack Black. See, Jack Black. Not cool. okay. Rock, yeah, it's got to be Jack Black. Right how, right. how cool would Jack Black be as Tom Bombadil, Brian? Oh. I just thought of it. Because he's musical. He's so musical. and He's, he's kinda, so... Yeah. No, have you mind. seen Recap. pictures of him? Have you seen his look lately, too? He's got this big, long beard. I, may, I think maybe he's yeah. driving for... I mean, maybe he's going to overtake my post Malone bid for uh, Tom Bombadil in the show. Yeah, I mean, it could happen. It might be it. I think. I think we got something. Anything. Anything is possible. Go, I, think, we, I think we could go for some more like fantastical stuff. Like this is second yeah. page. Like there's some crazy stuff in the like. I was yeah. like, about the war design. There's a little CGI, but I thought the design was awesome. Like I, I kind of liked it too. Stuff. Yeah, I mean that was yeah. that was sort of my thing. I mean, I I don't know if you heard this part, but I was I was predicting it as i'm like that that crazy uh ocean monster we're gonna see that's gonna be actually be almo like i was thinking that we would or i thought that we would see some more of this like so that was kind of cool in that respect it was kind of cool to see that whole like elf and belrog fight like causing the mithril i want more of that like epic stuff like this is the age to do it in like in the third age it's all kind of more close to our our modern time where like you know things have been forgotten and the, uh, you know, the, 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 the Valar are sort of like distant memories in a certain mm. sense. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is the time to really explore that. And I feel like they've done it at times, but I want them to, like you said, to go, to go crazy, like really just show us. Yeah. Go like, nuts. yeah. Show, show, show us some NYs and I don't know, maybe to my time. Dude, yeah. where were they? We, we saw, we saw the NYs and the Entings. We just want to hear heck? them, man. We got to like have some scenes with them, dude. Yeah. Why, why did that I mean, drop the off? Show, the, the whole show could have been the ends and yet wise. I mean, first Ryan, of all, I got to pitch something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead, us. No, I just, go that's ahead. wild. I just sit here thinking, didn't we see them? Do we ever, I don't even know. Yeah, why wasn't there more of that? Sorry, that's all. I'm just sort of. It was just that, that little clip. Ahead. Yeah, like, uh, it's just like, like this crazy, fantastical age of like, you know, there's, under, is, I don't know these stuff, but is there, I feel like there's way more dragons in the second age too, like. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, that was another gripe. It kind well, of felt like this Middle Earth was a bit empty that our main character yes. kind of walked around. Too human almost. As asked, uh, I think he asked in the chat a couple weeks ago, like, will we see Smog? Yeah, with Smog, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's only mentioned in the Third it? Age, but I mean, if you, hey, if Gandalf can show up in, in the Second Age, then, I mean, why not? So okay, not to not to kind of play off that whole epic thing and go to minuscule, but Brian, would you watch an adaptation that Ez and I create about the uh, the four farthings and the history of the Shire? <laughs> yeah. Just a, a melodrama set in the midst of Hobbiton that explores, you know, the the intricacies of of the Hobbits. Would you watch something like that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, see, if Ryan if Brian's in, Ez, I think we can make a legit pitch. What if we, what if we do this? Dude. Well, I mean, yeah. It. I mean, With Brian's endorsement. Let's go forward. Let's go. I'm forward down. I'm happen. down. We got a camera. Okay. We got, we have director. We know no, people. Let's do it. That much Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I'm down. Get Brian to, to guest star as a Numenorian though. Like a, a ranger who comes in and like oversees the hobbits without them knowing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Hundred oh, percent. You just, you just, you just made twelve-year-old Brian's life right there. <laughs> Let's go. Oh man. I mean, I, I, I seriously, gone kind of going back to like when I first started listening. I think Elaine, it was like your story in middle school, and like, um, you know, all we had were these movies. Like middle yeah. school was a rough time. Yep. I think we're like the same exact age, right? Like sixth grade, the first thing movie came out, right? Yeah, I was seventh grade, so yeah, we're we're the same age. Yeah, I mean, essentially. Yeah. So like those, yep. those movies were like. Uh, I had friends in elementary school and then big middle school. I moved. Like, I had nobody, but I had those movies. And then I had the Man. book. And, so like, Dude, that's, and then, a, that's, that, that's, that's almost the same journey. I, I, I was telling, um, I can't remember if I called Ez or, or who I was telling, but, um, you know, when I saw these movies as a teenager, they were my friends, right? And the reason the show has been so fun is to experience it with friends I've made. You know, and so that's that's what's keeping me going with the show is not even I mean the show's been great. There's been there, like you said, there's a lot of good things to take. There's some things that when you start digging a little deeper, you go, ah, that's not quite or that could be better, or that's not quite right, or why did they change this? I don't understand. It was gold. It's like literally going from gold to copper or something. I don't know. But the thing that keeps me going is these friendships and that had been formed because of this story. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they were my friends in middle school. And now this show is great because of my friends. And that's, um, I'll take that as a win for sure. So dude, I can't yeah. thank you enough for calling in, bro. I mean, this has been. Yeah, like, you hear your voice is surreal. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. We've messaged like so many times throughout the day. I'm literally looking at 
the American flag folded up right now. I haven't unfolded it since you sent it all those years ago. Right. Yeah. Um, and as soon as I can, I'm going to yeah, fly that like- thing on the, on the flagpole in Amanda. So, yeah. Well, I, I appreciate that. It feels like a lifetime ago, man. Oh, dude. And your letter was, was handwritten. I have it somewhere. I don't know where it is, but I still have your letter sent to us. And, <laughs> and, uh, I didn't uh, have a printer in my dorm room. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I mean, that was, that was so, that was so moving to, to read just that, that, um, that those flags had literally been, I think the way you phrased it was they had been flown on the backs of an Eagle. And it was, yeah, it was really cool. I mean, it's just amazing. Like that kind of stuff when we do this and we're, you know, we're up late at night in our humble little place in Ohio and we get messages like yours. It, um, it makes these stories like real as right. I mean, yeah. it makes these yeah. stories come to life in a way that, um, you know, they didn't before. And these friendships that form over since in time and even meeting in person. Like, and we had never heard your voice until, till tonight. Yeah. That's, that's, that's huge, dude. I, I love it. It's the best part. It's the best part about this stuff. It is the best part. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always been, yeah, kind of a lurker. And I felt, Not like, you know, on the, on the hey, you're keeping an eye out for us. Strider. He's keeping it. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you're one of the bounders. Yeah, keep yeah, him, I, keep I, him watch. I'm listening to the hotlines. I'm like, I got, I got to call. Like, this is my, yes. this is my chance. Like, I, need, I need to talk. Let's talk. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just to encouragement to you guys. Cause you just, I, I know you know this because there's a countless stories better than mine, but, you know, your voices, you know, just two best friends chatting up about some books and movies that they love. Like, it can it can really help some people in, in some dark times, which is exactly what it did for me. Like, I, mm. alone for a year, basically, and, and all, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I found you guys, and it was, it was quite a comfort. That's why I did what I did. And I hope, I hope others, people can you know, we'll share their, their experiences too. Yeah. Wow. That's much love to you, brother. I mean, I can't like, that's the, one of the most honoring things I can imagine. I mean, yeah. if that's, uh, that's written on my tombstone. I'll be a, I'll be a lucky man. So yeah, man. Thank yeah. you, dude. Thank you for calling in too. The, like this, I'm glad you reached out and said, Hey, can you keep it open a little longer? Because that was, yeah. It's a finale. It's like I, the perfect way right. to kind of, yeah. That is the best way to end it. With yeah. You. I just thought about that. Phoenix time just got my kids to bed. Like, uh, let's see if they can stay awake. Oh, it's perfect. No, it's good. It's good. Hell yeah, man. Of course. Yeah. Of course we could for you. Yep. Yeah. Well, th- and thank you guys again for everything. So, um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, oh, Brian, it. thank you. Thank Brian, you. Th- it hey, so good keep in touch, man. Brother. That, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Great talking to you guys and actually being a part of this. This, is, this has been really cool for me and, uh, go Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. Go guards. Oh, oh the end, the end, at the end. Right at the end, baby. Right at the end. Oh, right. love to you, brother. Thank you, man. Thanks, Brian. We got you. All right. Bye. Man. Woo, dog. Man. That is, that is like, I don't, that's the ending I needed for this season, dude. Yeah, I know. Talking to Brian, thinking about the beginning and even the middle. I mean, he sent us those flags. That was like a, that was a big deal. I mean, I like legit. Oh, how dude, often I know. Have you seen me fly that. Fly that Gondorian flag here in the Shire. Uh, it's yeah. like, yeah, all the time. And um, I remember his Tolkien story. I remember him sending his letter in, written by hand. And and mm-hmm. um, it's it's moving, dude. It really is. It really is because it's so funny to think about. We were friends to him in a in a time where he was, you know, doing what he was supposed to do, but 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 lonely. Yeah, yeah. And how 
his his words and his gifts to us have kept us going like uh, like things like that are the only things that keep us going guys like our love for each other and then yep when you guys interact with us and give us that kind of feedback i mean it just and, and you become friends to us it's, yeah. it's surreal i know it sounds like it sounds probably really it's it probably sounds culty i mean i don't know i mean i've heard people say that that it sounds kind of culty but it, it's not it for me it's like it's no no it's the essence of these stories brought to life you know yeah. No, man, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Like that's, the, the, we've just had such a, we have such a good community and good people around us. And, and just, I, I've, I've always just appreciated the spirit of, um, of this group and this, in this podcast, it's been, it's been fun. I told Lane, I, we share things on here that I just never shared anywhere else really. Like, you know, it's just been, yeah. it's a, it's, it's home. You're comfortable, you're relaxed. And, uh, I think everybody gets each other and we're respectful and it's just, again, it's all about inspiring each other and, and having a good time and, and, you know, moving mm. forward in a, in a positive way and making a good difference in the world. And just, and just, mm. I mean, enjoying each other's company along the way. I say it all the time, like we share this time together and it's just like so cool to, mm. yeah, to, to do that. So, ah, wow. Well, I love you, buddy. Hey. I love you, man. I mean, this has been, Dude, I've had a blast. Who'd have thought, who'd have thought, who'd have thought we'd be here? I mean, honestly, I, uh, first of all, who'd have thought that I would, <laughs> like never want to rewatch this first season. I know. I know. After uh, yeah. talking about it for years and then like who who like I I didn't I don't know. Like it's just crazy to think that we're here at the end of this first season. We've got four more which will last the next 14 15 years yeah. at least. Right. And we've got stuff in between to talk about and yeah. you know what? Like the cool thing too is that like this show is not is not us. Like it's not what defines our Yeah, no our no book no. Club. Yeah. Mm-mm. It's uh, you know, there's so much more than that too, and to think about like different directions we can take and right. things we can read and, and conversations I, we can have. So I, I tell you what, man, it, it I, I I hate the I don't, know, I don't know, like the more of this that you get, the more people you get sort of doing. You know, anybody who who has done some like whether it be a podcast or like um, you know, some other fan group where they've they've been inspired by Tolkien's work and they've gone out and created something. This show is that, right? These guys are inspired yeah. by it. They want to go out yeah. and create this yeah. on a larger Fair level. Enough. And so it's like, yeah. all right, cool. And now I don't like all the different, you know, I don't follow every single, you know, uh, creator page, YouTube thing, whatever, blah, blah, whatever it might be. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. teach their yeah. own. And that's that's the thing. You you kind of gravitate, you you hear about things. You come across people who say, Hey man, I got this, or I do this sort of uh I'm inspired by Tolkien in this way, and this is the way they express it. And you're like, all right, let's go. It might not be my cup of tea, but we're sitting around, uh, you know, a similar table. We're, we're in the same dining yeah. room, you know, and, yep. Yep. and we share that. So it's been cool, man. And I, dude, I love you too. And it's been, it's been a blast. I listen, I, I this is not ridiculous, but like, I do listen to some of the, I, I miss some of the things that happen sometimes <laughs> on the podcast. It's, it's hilarious, dude. I, I don't know what's going on, but I, anyways, just even what people say sometimes and just, it's been fun to listen back and, and just and just chat and, and have fun with each other. You know, I, I I made that comment in the last episode. You know, where I, I look back at there and I I'm not even, I'm not even messing with you, dude. It was the Mystics. <laughs> I just saw your head hung low, man, and you were just shaking it. And I was like, oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's reflect for a minute to how cool it was to have people. Yeah, yeah, yes. And like, not people don't know all the details about like what's going on right now, but it was really really cool to have uh, a few people kind of at yeah. short notice come out to the Shire, come out to the backyard here in Amanda. And like, I, I haven't been around people for so long, like large groups of people yeah. that I had, to, I had to text you. I literally had to text as this week and say, did people have a good time? 
was, yeah. was, was everything happening? Was, was, was it a good party? Like, I don't even know. And, and you were like, dude, yes, calm dude, down. Absolutely. Everyone had a blast. Yeah. It was a great time. It was a great event. Food, um, weather, company, man, backyard, it, it, party tree. Gosh. It, yeah. it, you know, it kind of gave me vibes, honestly, of LEP one. Yeah. It yeah. made me, it made me think about that small intimate uh, time we had where we put out that open invitation, open invitation. We had like, you know, 15 people show up. Right. Right. LEP one. The LEP, LEP two was so crazy. Like we had people oh, from Australia, the country, Australia, Mel B coming out. Right. It was right. wild. Um, I know we even so, had somebody from Germany at this one. You know what I mean? Like, dude, we was international. Know, right. How about that? Shame. It is international, right? <laughs> Mrs. Kirk thanks, makes thanks, it international. Thanks, <laughs> dude, her takes, man. Like I, um, yeah. it was so fun hearing her, hearing her around the fire too. Like the, the, Oh yeah. 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 Thoughts. The, the, like yeah. Lottie, Lottie comes from all angles. Oh man. All angles. Like she was saying stuff where I was like, amen, Lottie, let's go. And yeah. she was saying stuff that was on the other side of that too. And she jumps. Yeah. Oh my yeah. Gosh. We even, what She's did died. we talk about lately? Like we were, we were hanging up, we were hanging up the screen yeah. and we said, and it, it, maybe it's time to start up that old further up podcast again. Oh yeah, we did. And yes. Four, four, peasant, four, four Pevensey kids. Right. Yes. And there'd be four yes. of us now at this point. It'd be well, Lane and as Sarah mm-hmm. and Lottie. Um, Dude, it'd be, that'd be so much fun. And she's read those. Crazy. She loves those. They're, they're amazing books. I mean, that'd be so cool. Can you imagine her trying to keep, it'd be the flip-flop, her trying to keep oh. knowledge from you. Cause you're Dude. the one who doesn't. Dude, you know, that'd be wild. Yeah. That would be fun. The, that would actually yeah. be fun. But anyway, it was just, it was yeah. really cool to, um, like, I truly mean it guys. So when you guys call in, when you have been guests on, on episode, um, like reflections or re- reactions or whatever, it has been my favorite part of this whole process. Like yeah. you, you have been the reason that I have, have like watched these episodes or rewatched these episodes when I wasn't necessarily wanting to, which I, I even found myself finding weird. Like I, I was like, man, I can't believe that I'm not, you know, as amped, but it, 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 like with everything that you think is a negative, there's always a positive about it too. I mean, I'm like, I'm sitting here literally like I've got the appendices rolling on, on a screen in front of me just mm-hmm. with no sound on and just remembering like how much I love this trilogy. I watched, dude, I haven't watched the two towers. Cause you know, when I, my go-to is the fellowship of the ring, right? Yeah. It's what I watch when I'm feeling low or I'm feeling like I need something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other day I was like, man, I used to watch two towers all the time. It was like my second favorite film. Mm-hmm. I played it the other day and I had all kinds of feelings as, yeah. And I don't know that I'd be doing that if it wasn't for rings of power. Yeah. And so I think, whatever the, whatever the thing is, whatever makes this thing good, whether it drives you back to the trilogy yeah. or you're enjoying the hell out of the show. Yeah. That's it's, or you're, or you're just literally living for the conversation of Tolkien again. Yeah. True. That's, yes. that's what it's all, or you're getting driven back into the, the, the lore itself. It's all good, man. Like it's yeah. all good. And we got each other and we're a, we're a fellowship. And so I can't think right. everyone who called in, everyone who participated enough, like it's made, honestly, a you know, a kind of a a, a diff, difficult time for me, um, like really enjoyable. So thank you guys so much for, brother, everything you've done, um, all your input, all your, your criticisms, your, your happiness, your joy, whatever with the show. It's been wonderful. So yeah, 
Yeah, I agree, yeah. man. Hundred percent. Uh, thanks, everybody. That is, I mean, well, buddy, that's it. That's four that's hours. Four hours. Yeah. Actually, we're at three, so that's pretty good. Three, three hours. <laughs> okay, good. Thank God. Three hours and seven My minutes. Bad. Uh, yeah. but, uh, anyway, just been, it's been, it's been a blast. We are just as a quick update. Cause that was, I'm glad Mike asked, you know, I think, you know, I'll chat in the next couple of weeks, but we're going to turn it down a notch for a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we do yeah. have some, maybe a little recaps here and there. I do want to uh, bring on some guys who I want to promote their projects and I, we're all about yeah. promoting people yeah. and stuff too. So yeah. we'll come back on and do some of that and, and do some extra, you know, wrap up conversation, do a, do a rewatch, go through it. And then yeah. maybe we'll dive into the Silmarillion. I'm, I'm all for yeah. that. Maybe, Hey, we fire in further up, uh, you know, sounds like uh, d- down the line yeah. at some point. If Never you want to check out some nar- yeah. dive in some Narnia, go check that out. So I'm excited. <laughs> I'm honestly excited. And I was telling I was telling yeah. Sarah the other day when we were down uh, for, the, for the least expected party. I was like, it's just so good to just be there, you know, and just to be yeah. around you guys and say, hey, yeah. in the chat and just be out. Like you said, out and about and and fellowshipping again. It's just it's good. Really good. So. Looking forward to more of that in the future. Um, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, hey, uh, that is it for the Hobbit Hotline. Uh, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, do all those good things. Hang in there. Send us your thoughts. And uh, send us that shadow facts. Uh, we'll see you when we see you guys. We got more stuff coming. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, we'll keep you company on Thursday. <laughs> uh, Matthew there in Kansas. I don't know what Thursday it's going to be, right, but yeah. it's coming up. <laughs> Uh, and sadly, or maybe happily, I don't know, just remember that Sauron lives. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.